What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 450th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. We have, uh, wait, I'm your host, SBJ. <laughs> correct. That is correct. We have a heck of a show for y'all today. We got a lot to go through, so. We Debatable. Um, Possibly. With, <laughs> with me I mean, as, everything happened in the direct. I thought there'd be many more announcements for Pokemon. Yeah, right? we saw like two 60-second trailers, and we're going to spend about 60 minutes talking about the 60 <laughs> about seconds. Each, each one. Uh, but also, I gripe that you guys okay. promised me last week, it's recorded, documented, that you said we're going to have announcements every day next week. We kind of did. There was one announcement of <laughs> dubious quality. They announced a Pikachu weekend. Yeah, there were other announcements. Look, promises were made and promises were not kept. That yeah, promises is were broken. All right. Will is here. I, okay, my as I promised you, I had two yeah. profound realizations. Number one. Sour Punch Bites, candy of the year. I have not enjoyed candy in easily 28 <laughs> years. And I cannot get enough of Sour Punch Bites. That I was literally okay. the real winner the- of Canto Tour. Yeah, I was going to say, yes. is, this what, is this the big win out of Canto, our Canto Tour? But here's the, de- other, the, the, the first deep and profound realization, and this is directed towards Steve. Steve, which of the fried rices is your favorite fried rice. The one with the egg in it. Oh, he thought, I was going to, I, I could have sworn he was, well, never wait, they all have egg. They all but have egg in it. I, I was going to swear that he's going to say like, oh no, I don't eat no fried rice. No, fried rice is the only rice I like. <laughs> wait, what, what? about, what, when, what when about you, plain, When you go to like the hibachi rice. and they're like, they like flip the egg and then they like dice it up and then they put the, 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 the salt that's some good this fried is rice. Salt, and then they make the little volcano I, with the onion rings. Man, I was going to be like chicken, <laughs> pork, shrimp, yeah. beef. And he was going to be like, I don't eat fried rice because that's got a vegetable in it. They but, do. Man, normally I was have, proven wrong. They normally <laughs> have like carrots or something. You got to eat around those. They got to. You don't. What? You, don't eat, you can't what? eat a pea? Well, uh, no, I mean, maybe. Look, when I go to like Panda rice Express. Rice is my number the, one food. The pinnacle so. of Chinese food. I. <laughs> we, so we had this you. discussion last week. It was Leanne Chin. Leanne Chin, you had an option to go to Leanne Chin's and you skipped it. I'm, look, Irene and I had delicious Leanne Chin's, and you had a rocket burger of dubious quality. It was not the best. Greg, also here. <laughs> Hi, I'm here representing Leanne Chin's, a local Chinese fast food restaurant. Uh, that is way better than Panda Express. Okay, before we get to the Pokemon news, when I was standing in line at that Johnny Rockets, the lady in front of me said, Hey, can I get the bacon cheeseburger button? <laughs> she said, Can I get the bacon cheeseburger with no bacon? Okay, so I, I have... I, uh, okay. Yeah, I ma'am, have... you could do that. Totally. <laughs> so the thing is... I I frequent a another local uh, restaurant here called Blue Door Blue Door Pub. Yes, um, which has nice wings, decent wings. Um, they literally do not have a single burger on their menu that does not come with cheese automatically. So I frequently have to order the kids cheeseburger without cheese because it's the only way to get a regular hamburger. Is that a Chinese place? No. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> Blue Door Chinese, Chinese restaurant and hamburgers. I have, I have never eaten at a Lian Chin's. 
Do you mm. know what goes great with rice? Post Kimchi. Malone? Post, post <laughs> Malone. I was going to say music, but yeah, a Post Malone also works. Okay. Uh, let's do the Pokemon 25 music first, and then we'll do the Diamond and Pearl, and then we'll do the Legends, and then we got a lot to talk about. Oh, wait, are we going to give our reviews of Pokemon Kanto, Kanto Tour? Yeah, we'll do that Close too. Out on Kanto Tour. I think I think we start off with the Post Malone stuff because that was literally last night, fresh on Brief. our mind. This is off the this is the Pokemon press release here. Uh, Pokemon announces a collaboration with Jay Balvin and unveils plans for P twenty five music album, which is a compli- compilation album featuring Katy Perry, Jay Balvin, Post Malone, and more. It will be released by Capitol Records in the fall of twenty twenty one. So now we have a date of when that music is coming. The P25 music program details revealed following the virtual music concert with Post Malone, including additional calibrations, collaborations with trend-setting new artists as Pokemon celebrates 25 years. And it kind of goes on saying, you know, these artists will each release a song of the delights of fans around 25 years and... Pokemon is this journey, and it's it's a it's a pretty boring press release. But that being said, <laughs> I didn't know who Jay Balvin was last neither night. Neither, neither did I. Yes, <laughs> they are a Latin American artist. I believe that has won four music awards <laughs> of of what type? Music awards from where? Grammys? I know. Uh, I was like People's Choice. Billboard. They won five MTV. Billboard Latin Music Awards, four Latin Grammys, two MTV Music Video Awards, four Latin American Music Awards, two Grammy, and received two Grammy nom- nominations, won a bunch of other stuff in Latin America. So they're 35, have worked with Bad Bunny, Sean Paul, Ph- Pharrell Williams, Rosalia, Cardi B, Rose. Rosa. Wait, they, they, he seriously like did something with Rosalia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's, it says. Uh, that's those of the associated acts. DJ Khaled. I mean, I, I do know most of these, except for that first one you said. It makes sense. Pokemon's a worldwide brand to have mm-hmm. artists from around the world, especially since we know that there's a big Latin America Pokemon audience, specifically with Pokemon Go. I think Pokemon Go is huge in Latin America, so it makes sense for this album that will be released. I'm, ass- I'm assuming we're going to get like a... Japanese artist and a Korean artist, maybe BTS. I don't know. <laughs> maybe some Shakira. Oh, there I feel you like go. Shakira would be on the album. Oh yeah, people yeah. like Shak- uh, people like Shakira more than Katy Perry, right? Well, that that's hard to say. That's <laughs> yes, yeah, that's a difficult territory to wander into. And hips don't lie. <laughs> well, I mean, people like what they like, and yes. there's all different tastes for music. So, okay, well, give me give me your thoughts. Post Malone concert. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. I the I don't know. I mean, the the overall experience, I I really did like. I I had fun. I think that the whole way that it was animated and everything was like what they chose for the animations was great fun you know the, the gyarados was really exciting and entertaining and the different like the the stampeding poditas or rapid ashes going across the plains whatever my my biggest reaction to the actual post malone though was like 
uh, I think the best way to say it is, I guess hands really are difficult to draw because there was something wrong with the hands on that CGI character there. I don't think I noticed. Like, they, they're just yeah. not good at drawing humans. They're really good at drawing Pokemon, but not humans. I will give Pokemon props for making this an event, uh, and they really did hype it up. I was really excited. I streamed it, even though... I streamed it in a way where it was okay to stream it, which was, hey, you can look at my face and you, <laughs> you can, can hear you me. You can hear me talk and on a different tab, watch you, Post Malone. Right. Because I, I which I didn't do because I was doing other things, but I did watch the Post Malone concert after. Yeah. And we had a lot of people in stream and very excited. And then all of a sudden, four songs later, he was like, thank you. Have a good night. Yeah. yeah I, it was, so it had been longer. I had, I have a couple of things. One, I sort of had thought there might be more actual Pokemon music and not here are three Post Malone's hits and the weird cover, cover of Hootie and the Blowfish that he made sort of Pokemon related. And I that still has don't. Poke it has Pokemon music in it. It has Pokemon music in it, but. What does that song have to do with? I don't think it's the song the itself has to do anything. M2M's uh, song didn't have anything to do with Pokemon back in 99. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, was I just sort of like, oh, it's these four songs. Well, okay. because it's like, because when, remember when Ash and Pikachu were dying because Marshadow yes. powered up the evil Pokemons and they, and, and then Pikachu turns to Ash and says, I just want to be with you. Right? Because that's why he wouldn't go in the ball. So, like, yeah. I only want to be with you. There you go. I I've answered the mystery. Okay. Only, like, two years uh, late. <laughs> Look, it's a, it's yeah. a long scam. It was a okay. long scam. <laughs> yeah. uh, I loved the backgrounds. Uh, there was an entire section where he walked with his hand on his hip that looked exactly like Rosalia from uh, Coliseum. I was very into that. Uh, I found his pants animation... I couldn't mm. tell if they were supposed to be leather. plastic or leather, but <laughs> well, they, were, they, were slightly, yeah, they were slightly distracting. Mm. I liked like all the backgrounds. Like The world they did was amazing. It's just, I felt there should either be more songs or... I guess I just wasn't expecting a Post Malone concert set in the Pokemon world. I thought and yet that's be exactly a, what they advertised, wasn't <laughs> I thought wasn't there'd be it? a stronger connection. There wasn't. I, en I enjoyed it. Mostly, but what saved it was Jigglypuff at the end. That 100% saved that entire experience for me. I mean, I, I didn't think it needed saving. I, I enjoyed the whole thing, but I will say that Jigglypuff at the end was really cute. <laughs> but the, the, the worst part about the whole thing is just how short it was. Like, that yeah, was... Yeah, it was really short. Which was fine. Like, I, I don't know that I could have taken... I thought it was going to be at least, like, 45 minutes. I don't know that I could have watched that for an oh, hour. Oh, I could have. The well, backgrounds were awesome. Like, and I me not being a huge Post Malone fan, I was like, oh, I've heard this song before. I didn't know it was his song. Like, no, I, like the no, week again, before, I did look up a couple of his songs, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard this before in like a commercial. So all of them or, were in and out of my brain in So an part instant. of the problem is, I think, n number one, like Post Malone, to start with, was an odd choice because not a G rated pg-13 even rated performer right the majority of post malone's music is not for the general public's consumption well radio um, edits yeah okay yeah 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 you throw that up on the radio concert with your radio <laughs> but they were radio edit edits right like like circles yeah. is not circles does have a couple 
spicy, spicy. It has a couple of blue moments in it, yes. But my expectation, okay, so I, I would say, like, my high-level expectation was that it would be, like, he would get to a certain point and be like, and here's Katy Perry, and then Katy Perry yeah. would do a song yeah, or two, yeah, because yeah, we knew Katy Perry's involved, right? At the very least, to have, like, one or two other artists perform songs as well. And, yeah, just, like... There was at least one other artist on that stage, and they didn't let that artist perform. I really thought <laughs> he was, was going to do other artist on that stage. Okay, e- even though he he did four songs, um, because mm-hmm. that's what they tweeted the 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 the, the set the list. set list. Um, he did four I songs. That. I really thought he was going to do like one Pokemon song, like the Pokemon theme song or something. Not like something. not maybe the poker rap because that's a little corny. But I thought there would be at least one remake. Like, he already did a cover. I thought, oh, you, they'll do another cover of another one of the famous songs. And that just didn't happen. So I think that's what made me feel weird about the whole thing. Because it was just like, the only reason I'm attending a Post Malone concert, a thing I don't have any interest in, is for Pokemon backgrounds. Mm. Yeah. I could see if you're not a <laughs> fan of his music, you're just like, like oh, there's Charizard there's- flying around. There's Slugma. There's I don't know. The, there's the best Umbreon bop into the music, which is the highlight of that whole section. Oh, that, yeah. No, 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 no. The the Shenotics. Oh, yeah, the Shenotics were very... There's a oh, lot man. in there. They there was a lot. Of, the backgrounds were great, but again, that, it That almost weird. made it to Pokemon of the Week here. <laughs> that, that's how good those, those Shenotics were. I don't know who animated it, but it was really well animated. Better than it should have been. Like, I had pretty low expectations, and they kind of went all out on the animation side. But I also feel like they were like, we have a budget. And the team was like, okay, cool. Okay, we're, we, ran, we ran out of budget. So, uh, <laughs> like, we could only maybe do, like, 14 minutes. We were aiming for an hour, but uh, we could only animate 14 minutes. We're out of money. I don't know. It kind of... That makes me, like, think of back... And of course, only Greg will understand me when I say mm-hmm. this. ABC News paid to have a computer yeah. animation of the Earth spinning as the intro to ABC News. And whatever company was paid to do it had the Earth spinning in the wrong direction. In the wrong direction. <laughs> Forever. And it's like they, they could never back pay, and fix it. It costs so much cost money to much make, money they to couldn't fix it. Fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Rendering, rendering graphics is uh, takes a lot of processing. Well, let's move on to the big news here. There was a Pokemon Presents on Friday morning or afternoon if you're in the UK or at night if you were in Japan. We'll just go through the whole press release first and then uh, we'll break it into the, the three parts because the, the Presents really showed three games and that was kind of it. Uh, it says, today during the Pokemon Presents a video presentation, Ishihara, the president and CEO of the Pokemon Company, announced the new Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and Pokemon Legends Arceus video games coming to the blockbuster series that span 25 years. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl will launch late 2021, and Pokemon Leg- Legends Arceus will launch early 2022. All three games will be exclusive will be exclusive on the Nintendo Switch systems. In 2006, trainers were introduced to the Sinnoh region with the release of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl on the Nintendo DS system. Players can once again visit the Sinnoh region in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which are faithful remakes of the two iconic Pokemon games. Pokemon Legends Arceus 
Well, introduced fans to the Sinnoh region of old before the existence of Pokemon trainers and Pokemon leagues in uh, this long in this long gone era that players will embark on an entirely new adventure to recreate the re- to create sorry to create the region's first pokédex quote trainers caught their first pokemon in 1996 and began an adventure that lasted 25 years through eight regions many different platforms countless pokemon encounters they strive to be the very best said ishihara we hope fans of all ages will continue creating new memories while exploring the sino regions in in this new game more details about the highly anticipated new Pokemon Snap were also shared. Okay, so each game one by one. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl developed by Ilka, or I think that that's what they said in the presentation, or I-L-C-A, directed by Masuda of, of Game well, Freak. co-directed, yeah. Well, I'm going through the press. Directed well, by you're, Masuda. You, guys, you can say co-directed. It doesn't say... <laughs> Well, okay, you're just reading. Okay. I'm just reading. I'm just reading. Yuchi Yudia from Ilka are the two directors. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl enable fans to experience the original story and game features from Diamond and Pearl in a fresh way. The original games have been faithfully reproduced and color... Colorfully revitalized, color, color, colorfully <laughs> uh, revitalized for the. I'm just gonna go move on. The, just move on. The move sense fast. of we scale and towns of roots have been carefully preserved, and fans who played the original games will recognize ma- uh, many familiar places. The games are updated with easy to understand, player friendly conveniences introduced in recent Pokemon Core series video games in addition to up-close and personal Pokemon battle scenes. Okay, Pokemon Legends Arceus. The fun of exploring while catching Pokemon and filling a Pokedex has always been a core part of a Pokemon video game series. Pokemon Legends Arceus was developed to with the desire to deliver an experience infused with a new action and RPG elements that go beyond the framework established thus far, while honoring the core gameplay of past Pokemon titles. As trainers explore the natural expanses in Pokemon Legends Arceus, they will encounter Pokemon that call these Grand Vistas home. To catch wild Pokemon, players can study the Pokemon behaviors, sneak up to them, throw Pokeballs. Players can also battle wild Pokemon with their ally Pokemon by throwing the Pokeball. Holding their ally Pokemon near a wild Pokemon, players will seamlessly enter a battle. The new gameplay angle is intended to provide trainers with an immersive experience. Pokemon Legends Arceus brings trainers to the vast Sinnoh region as it's ex- existed in the past long before setting Diamond and Pearl, long before the setting of Diamond and Pearl were established. Rich in nature and with Mount Coronet towering at its heart, this is Sinnoh unlike anything trainers have experienced as they embark to create the region's first Pokedex. As they start off their adventure, trainers will be able to choose Rowlet, Cyndaquil, Oshawott as their first partner Pokemon. These Pokemon arrived with the Pokemon Professor, doesn't have a name yet, who encountered them on the research uh, to these various regions. I don't... Spoilers for this game. Rowlet evolves into Decidueye, Cyndaquil (laughs) evolves into Typhlosion. We know the final evolutions. And then finally, the new Pokemon Snap was announced a video game that takes the role of budding Pokemon photographer in the Lentil region. They will work with Professor Mir, the region's expert. Uh, the game will be available on April 30th. I actually don't think this press release says anything new, but we did see new things in the um, 
Well, how is lentil spelled? L-E-N-T-A-L. Yep. Oh, lentil. Because all I could think of was like the little... Like the little bean. <laughs> bean pea things. Yeah. They're real tasty. Okay, we're going to be like all over the place here. Let's because no, you're going to keep us organized. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Follow I, the outline I, we didn't make. I feel like the actual biggest news from this entire event isn't the isn't Diamond and Pearl remakes. That's like saying that the the sun will set every day. That's true. We we all know it's going to happen. Pokemon Arceus isn't that surprising since we've known for quite a while that they've had that the RPG elements were being worked on. I remember we on the show we covered like oh they're copying the Yokai Watch system or oh they're copying Digimon Cyber Sleuth system like that was a very loose rumor. Um, I think the biggest news is Game Freak is using another studio to make a main series Pokemon game. Well, yeah. that's part of it, but I I kind of have like my Spider Sense intuition of why that is happening, which is. <laughs> But I mean, which uh, is what? I, okay, so this is my overall <laughs> theory. This is my overall theory of what we saw. Tell me why Friday I morning. love computer art. The company I love computer art. Is That's that really what it stands for. ILCA says for I love computer art. Should we talk about before your? I gather your thoughts. Well, we can gather them up. I do have this off Nintendo Life. Some history about Ilka. The Japanese studio working. So this will be our first part of the podcast. We're going to talk about Ilka, um, which will probably lead into th- these two games. Ilka is a Japanese studio headquartered uh, headquartered in Tokyo in the Shinjuku district. Uh, they have three offices. They have one in Shinjuku, Na- Nage- Nagaoya, and Kyoto. Naganado. Naganado. <laughs> uh, and then Kyoto. Uh, it was established in October of 2010. They are a CG-based video company with a co- with a focus on animation, movies, and television. And then they incorporated video games after the fact. And as of 2020, they have 288 employees. And I believe uh, Game Freak had around 250 employees during the development of Sword and Shield. So it's no surprise that the games look very much like the Mewtwo, the new Mewtwo movie, <laughs> the CGI one that we never got. As far as I remember, Ilka stands we for. Did. Didn't that come in? Didn't did that come to it? Netflix? Maybe it did. Yeah, I the know. the Mewtwo movie came to Netflix. Uh, okay. Ilka stands for I love computer art. Computer art. I already covered that. Uh, Thank yep, you yep, very yep, much. Yep. That was not a joke by Greg. That's actually what it stood for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did work on Pokemon Home. They have worked on. Regular games, augmented reality titles, virtual reality games, and various stuff, including a Domino's Pizza app featuring Hatsune Miku. Uh, they are also associated with... When they say associated with in this article... I'm This article is from Nintendo Life, by the way. I'm not sure if that means they were the main developer. I don't think so. But it says they they assisted and uh, with Yakuza 0, Dragon Quest Eleven, Near Automata... Naruto ship was my Naruto good Naruto Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm Four and Ace Combat CS7. <laughs> you know, going from Ace <laughs> Combat to Pokemon, and that's that's pretty much it. That's you know they've worked on other games. They worked on Pokemon Home, which that, that's not a that's not a real good thing. That's not a star thing to have on your resume, but it is a thing. So going back to Will, your thoughts on Ilka? All right, I think let me put it this way. 
Um, and what I, I may make a statement here that we then have to come back to later. Number one, I now accept that it is uh, unlikely. No, I'm not going to put it that way. Here's what I'm putting together in my head. The exact thing that who is the guy who is not not the president of Pokemon, but the other guy who was doing the presentation, that guy. Is she who is that guy? No, 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 no. The, the younger guy. Oh, the second guy that came through. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember what he was. That was the first time I feel like he was ever in a direct. I, that's why I yeah. can't like think of his name. Um, so what he specifically said when they announced uh, the Pokemon Legends Arceus, right? He said, a new era of Pokemon games begins. Sure. That's specifically, specifically what they said. So from my perspective, the piece of having a different company do the remake or update. Uh, it's not an update. It's just a remake. almost like uh, it's a reskinning almost of <laughs> diamond and pearl and having them then make that statement. A new era of Pokemon games begins. I take that as Pokemon, the main Pokemon game freak creatures, Pokemon company, international, whoever else is in that mix. They don't want to do these kinds of games anymore. I don't they think don't. that's it. I, that, that, let me finish my statement. <laughs> okay. Okay. And they will outsource those games to companies that they can trust that will take the IP that already exists. And that, that you know, if we are going to get a Gen 5 remake, it's going to be the same kind of thing. It'll be some other company that will take the core property and, you know, update it for whatever system it's going to appear on. Um, and then the Pokemon company is going to focus and it's going to be just like this step-by-step -step that we've been taking of, you know, wild area. All right, let's do something that's all wild area. Okay, now it's like the entire game is wild area. Um, and we want it to be more of this MMORPG looking type thing uh, rather than the you are on rails in this story. You've got to go Jim, 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 Jim defeat and then see whatever other story big bad evil is there it's okay like we but, want to move away but from mmo rpg or open world game is not automatically better than game that is linear like i don't know I why i didn't i didn't say better or worse i just said they don't want to do linear game anymore so that's why they said a new era is beginning because it's like we're going to be doing breath of the wilds we're not going to be doing i mean they, they did pokemon quest I, I I don't buy the theory that like they're tired of doing Pokemon. I think the the actual so so if we were to go back to complaints prior to Sword and Shield, the complaint was like this game is rushed. Why doesn't Game Freak hire more people? Why why are they rushing this game? I wish they didn't come out with Pokemon games every year. They should take their time. Pokemon games are coming out every year, and like this is why they're bad. Like these are all like the complaints you normally read. And instead of Game Freak just hiring more people, which is one, not easy, two, one, not easy for a lot of things. You've got to find people. you got to have a place for those people. you got to train those people. Like, it's just not something that happens overnight. But also, as a company, maybe they just don't want to hire more people. Like, as a company, they might be content with, like, we have 200-some people working here. We don't want 250 because they don't have to, right? Like, it's their, they're a private company. Yeah. They don't need to do that if they don't want to. But what's better than hiring more people? How about we just have a whole nother studio? Yeah. 
making a game. And I don't think, like, if you look at other game developers, like like Call of Duty, they have two people working on different games, so they have enough time to mm-hmm. put out Call of Duty That's every true. year. But that is that doesn't mean that either studio hates working on Call of Duty. I don't think that Game Freak in general is like, oh, we're, we're so sick of making I, linear Pokemon. They made Pokemon <laughs> Quest, and it was, like, one of the most delightful games ever, and it was very unique to what they've done before. What I think... Uh, so I'm, I'm between... Uh, I'm sort of a little bit on Will's side. What I think... What they're pointing out is things like remakes, things where the game is already established, things where they don't need to push in a new direction. They don't need to design new Pokemon. They don't need to... Remakes are already established. They have what's in those games. They have a huge pool of already established assets. I think what they're saying is we are now freeing ourselves from keeping that in-house and and allowing other companies to take on the remakes and other things that use existing act, you know, assets. And we are now going to focus much more on what we're going to make in the future. The new games that are coming, yeah. the new gens, the so, new... Something transformative. Yeah. New yeah. mechanics, right? I mean, other, the... other Nintendo studios and other studios in yeah. general have resourced out their older games so yeah. they can keep working on new games. Like, hey, yeah, we... and I think that's what they were talking about. I think they're stating... This is our first time we're going to give an entire remake to a different company, and that's probably what we're going to do going forward, because we don't need to remake those games. We are not going to make the Gen 9, the Gen 10, and that doesn't mean that they aren't going to make other games like Conquest. I think they're still going to be the ones that are going to push. They're going to be the icebreaker, right? They're going to be the ship that's in front deciding what the path is, and they'll hire people to take care of the stuff that's been established uh, but I still think Game Freak and all of that is still going to be the main driver of what new will come in mm-hmm. the game series. Yeah, but I, I agree. But I I would say slightly differently from that. Um, the the two things I would say that are slightly different from that. Number one, the Diamond and Pearl remakes are not Oris, right? Right. Brilliant Diamond. I don't even know what the Pearl one is. Shiny they Pearl. Just, they just said Shiny Pearl. Yeah. It's not it's not Oris, right? They are not taking. And, and this is some complaints that I've received from people, right? They're not taking the current state of the game. They're not taking Sword and Shield and then using that as, like, the template on... Or using Diamond and Pearl as a template for Sword and Shield-type mechanics. There's no, not going to be a wild area around Mount Coronet. Right. right? We don't There's know. Not go- there could be. We, yeah, we, uh, don't, we don't know. I think that they made it... Like, they said so many times... It's a faithful... You, you will recognize... Yes. ...all these different pieces... I, I think what they mean by conveniences for like updated conveniences is like probably no HMs. Yeah. Yeah. I right? mean, uh, yeah. Updated conveniences, probably no HMs. The PC is with you everywhere. Uh, rare candy level 100 trick where you can evolve like every quality of life they did in right. Sword and Shield. Right. Th- those kinds of things. But yeah, but I doubt we'll see Dynamax. I doubt we'll see Mega Evolution. It's going to be like, what was available in the Diamond and Pearl world is what will be available. I and they, uh, I don't know it, about that. Like they could have just one arena at the end of the game where you can just Dynamax in. They could just. Well, do I, that. Mean, I, I mean, I I'll put my money down. I will be shocked. They, I think they may add. They may add those things post game, like they did for a lot of things, like, like like Sun and Moon. Like Sun and Moon had Mega after you completed the game. They may mm-hmm. add in Dynamax and. Mega it's not like you're dynamaxing on a route or you're dynamaxing in the wild area. You're specifically dynamaxing right. in set I, locations. Like it's way still, easier to control than Megas. You're gonna find it. But the other half of what I believe about this 
is and and right you don't have to agree with me there's and there's literally no science to be done here right? <laughs> i disagree <laughs> we, we will not Show know until the future occurs but i honestly believe that this is them saying we will not be doing these kinds of games at all anymore i mean right? I, that that's like all fine like, though fe- no, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm very happy like, with this. Like if, I'm, if I'm Game, thrilled. If Game Freak is like we have 250 people, and we know that Game Freak has two teams. They have an A team and the B team. And during the development of Sword and Shield, they said the A team was working on. The, well, they specifically said the A team isn't the main team. That they, they just have an A team and a B team. But they said the A team was working on Little Town Hero, and the B team mm-hmm. was working on um, Sword and Shield. And during that development, people from the A team and people from the B team mid-development would switch to carry over ideals and gameplay mechanics and, you know, to keep it fresh so they're not working on the same game for three years. If they have two teams still, because I don't think they hired any people, I don't think any company is really hiring a bunch of people during a pandemic, but if they still have two teams, the, the general thought process was, okay, one team was working on Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, one team was working on Sword and Shield. Let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee came out. A year later, Sword and Shield came out. Team is working on DLC, which came out all of last year. So the thought process was, okay, that other team must be working on Diamond and Pearl Remix while this other team is finishing up DLC. But now we know that that isn't the case. So they can make... They can make... There there is probably a team right now working on Gen 10. So we have... Either way. Sorry, not Gen 10. (laughs) We're just skipping 9. We're just skipping 9. Goodbye, 9. Fundamentally, what I'm saying is, whatever the future of Pokemon games is coming from the Pokemon, it will not be you're presented with three starters. I I I think I think Gen Nine will be you're presented with three starters. You're going through the route. You're doing eight gyms. There's not even gym leaders. There's this is a the the arc arc Arceus is a single player game. There is no online component to it. That's said on the Japanese website. There's no battling other trainers via the internet. There's no local battling that we know of because it specifically says on the Japanese website it doesn't. There are no gym leaders in this game because they don't exist. Yeah, I I think that still any anything that we get in the future is going to be more of a, a sort of choose your own path side quest. No, maybe like a, I, I a think main this quest I think this is just a main series be... game that is not the same as a main generation game. Like let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. Like let's go mm-hmm. Eevee, let's go Easy. Still a main series game, but it's a think, little bit different. Then, don't think you're going to convince me. I think when they said a new era of Pokemon games begins, I I think that they're meaning really saying we're closing the book on doing no, these. No, there's no way Gen Nine doesn't so. introduce a hundred new Pokemon. You pick three starters, you become the champion. You <laughs> yeah. you pair a right, TV somebody... show with it. <laughs> February twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. Let's we'll see, we'll see. I I think people have this mindset of like, <laughs> sorry, Pokemon fans, you're really uncreative. The the problem with <laughs> Something like Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, when it came out, while it was a different Pokemon game, it was still a Pokemon game that shared similar beats as other Pokemon games, right? Just like this Arceus game, you'll be able to catch, you'll be able to train, you'll be able to explore. Like, those are beats of a Pokemon game. No one goes that, like, Spirit Tracks, or what was that other Pokemon game, or Zelda game, not Minish Cap, the the one, the Phantom Hourglass those two specific Zelda games were completely controlled with the stylus. There, there was no, there was no D-pad. You can even look at a game like Skyward Sword, completely in motion control. 
And those are still considered main series uh, Zelda games, even though they did something different. And Pokemon games have started to do that in the sense of like, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee, main series Pokemon game, but you use motion control. And this seems to be a main series Pokemon game, Arceus, uh, because something uh, uh, Joe Joe from Cerebi said something on the Japanese website signified that it would be. I couldn't find what that is, and he wasn't very clear. But I, I trust him in that in that regard. Also, it's being made by Game Freak. But it doesn't have to always match up. Just like we don't have to ever get a Let's Go Johto or a Let's Go Sinnoh because we didn't, like, not every Zelda game after Skyward Sword was forced in motion control, right? Like, we don't have to follow these patterns of one-off games. Sometimes a company just wants to try something new, and that's fine. And then they go back to... Like, how could they not go back to, you pick three starters, you go through eight gyms, you beat a champion. I don't know. That formula sold 20 million copies. <laughs> like, it was, it's very proven over the 25 years that that formula works very well. Just like in a Mario game, it's, it works very well to say, hey, collect all these things. If you get enough of them, you fight Bowser at the end. Cool. Look, even Stephen King has stopped writing horror novels. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, has he though? Like, no, I'm I'm kidding. <laughs> come on. I I just feel like they that they my sense that I'm getting is that they are tired of making the same game over and over and over again, and they really want to take it in a completely new direction. I don't without think looking so. back. I, I don't think, think so. I think Sword and Shield, like Sword and Shield, a little thin compared to past Pokemon games off the bat, but with the inclusion of the DLC. Which is always the argument in video game culture. They should have, the DLC should have been here the whole time. <laughs> but like the Isle of Armor, in my opinion, is probably the best, like the, the actual area is like the best part of Sword and Shield, like being able to explore oh, that no. entire. Crown Tundra is better. Nah, Crown Tundra is weird because you can't Crown do it. Crown like... Tundra is so much better than Isle of Armor. Get out of here okay, with your sure. garbage takes. But the, yeah. the, 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 like the forest, the little swamp area, the Sharpedos. We all love Sharpedos. <laughs> no, we don't. That's awful. <laughs> the honeycomb I know. island. The whole section is terrible. I it's hate just, going into the water. It's as bad as running into tentacruels and Hoenn. Okay, like, like I predicted, we're all over the place. <laughs> we haven't talked about a single game here. I don't think that we're we're going to take a break here in a second, but I I think that Ilka helping or being the new like they they worked on Pokemon Home, which is not a great thing in my opinion to be like, "Hey, we worked on Pokemon Home" because I don't think Pokemon Home is as good as it can be. Look, your resume <laughs> can either include include facts or lies, yeah. all yeah. right? I I don't think Pokemon Home I think Pokemon Home suffers from it doesn't know what it wants to be and what well, no, no, it okay, could be. Let's look at Ilk, the the words Ilka and Pokemon Home, right? I I will bet you dollars to donuts, which is a phrase I hate saying. Ilka did the graphics for yeah. Pokemon Home, and you know what? Those the graphics that are in there aren't aren't that bad. Well, if they did the, I don't think they designed how it works. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I guess I guess that. we don't know the the full. Yeah. At the end of the day, even if you don't care about what company is making what game, which probably the majority of people who walk into Target or Walmart and buy a Pokemon game and play it, like those people don't care, right? <laughs> like I I think though that this solution was better than what 16-year-olds on Reddit was screaming about, which is like hire more people. <laughs> like the solution of let's have another I mean- company 
help us do these games one so we can continue putting out pokemon games every year and two neither of these teams are consistently underwater because the actual takeaway here is the pokemon company itself is this huge machine that cannot be stopped it keeps moving forward every year there's tcg sets every three months there's anime there's a brand new anime every single year every year they put out a movie there's non-stop merch and they cannot have a game stop because that stops everything else that goes along with it it stops the merchandise it stops the tcg it stops the anime and once you stop those things all of a sudden those voice actors are not getting paid all of a sudden those distributors are not being able to order cards and ship them over all of a sudden the people working on the movie have to like twiddle their thumbs like you're stopping so many things Mm -hmm. um that not only are you stopping things for your customers you're stopping things for the people who rely on that as a job so i think like this is the best of both worlds of we have another company in here to alleviate and give both studios more times to make a better game. Can I can I have one request? Post Malone concert over. For 2021, can we stop referring to Reddit ha- as having a valued opinion on anything? <laughs> like it's 11% of the internet populace uses Reddit. And that's such a such a small market. Okay, and the Reddit. Fact like, Reddit well, why is it like saying, everybody I know is on there though? It's like that's so disappointing. They aren't a huge segment of the populace. No, or I mean the their user boycott. Base. Their boycott for Sword and Shield really worked. It didn't do anything. <laughs> like we keep talking about Reddit like they're important. It's not. Just my one wish: if we could stop thinking that anything that Reddit has to say is really impactful. In any manner, that would just make me happy. So did you read on Reddit that? No, I don't read Reddit. <laughs> There's nothing interesting there ever. I, I think it's I think it's just the problem that we, we deal with as, or maybe I deal with directly because deal people come more, in my Twitch I chat and them. they say like, oh, I read this on Twitter, I read this on Reddit, did you see this Facebook group? And then we have to like kind of clear up this conversation of like what's actually happening. So when I say reddit i'm just thinking of the people that are consistently yelling like the people that said a year ago i don't want game freak touching diamond and pearl because they'll ruin it and then they're like well game freak's not making it and then those people were still upset (laughs) yeah that's just yeah i mean those people will never be happy if you go to the upset factory you can't be bothered that the product that they're giving out is being upset like reddit is there to churn out people being angry so if you're gonna go to reddit and say everybody on reddit's mad what did you expect i went to the shoe store not expecting to buy bread (laughs) like yes we can just stop it's the same like everybody on twitter quote-unquote twitter is a small amount of people yes who are just screaming at about a bunch of things to get noticed like these are not valid benchmarks upon which to judge everybody's approval or disapproval about the game yeah but you can't just ignore those altogether because there are things on reddit and really can no 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 no. there (laughs) there are things on reddit and twitter that do bring things to life like the whole fact like i i didn't know the four times i watched this trailer that the one npc standing in flora town was the npc from platinum Mm. you can ask me i knew that (laughs) (laughs) well i didn't see you tweet it or post it on reddit now did i well because i don't 
That what is? I mean, that doesn't add. You, you a know lot. how many retweets you could have got, Greg? If Wait, you yeah, that. it does add it because people are wondering. It's like, will they have the platinum post game in these games? And it appears that they're going to do like they did with Oris and have the Emerald post game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, but okay. they didn't have all of the Emerald post game, right? Like all of Battle Factory wasn't in Oris. We can't say they're going to have the full platinum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post game. And Man, it, I came also... to the Battle Factory and I got a shoe. <laughs> got, Greg, yeah, your whole world there. is screwed up. But the the thing is, is like to think that they aren't going to include the improvements in Platinum is a wild take, since they aren't going to remake that game. They made the two. They haven't like they didn't remake Crystal. They didn't remake Emerald. They barely remade Yellow. They don't tend to remake the third games, but they tend to throughout all of these games, include the benefits and the quality of life things that appeared in that third game in that remake. They have done that every time. I don't think that's groundbreaking to point out that the person that gives you the flower for a thing that appeared it's in the It's the Shaman Girl, right? She gives you Shaman. Yeah. Is in this game. It's like a that Glacidia is a, flower, thank you. Yeah. It's okay. just not... Well, we have to... Well, <laughs> We haven't actually talked about the games themselves. <laughs> I know. We'll get there. So let's take a break. Okay. And then when we'll come back, we'll start off talking about Legends, and then we'll talk about the Lego toy oh, Diamond my, and Pearl. Uh, don't start. I hate that so much. Oh, wow. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. I am partnered with Build-A-Bear. I am partnered with Netflix. I am partnered with Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and pretty much all of the internet. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. I am partnered with Tokyo Disney. I am partnered with Bear Walker. I am partnered with thousands of 7-Elevens that are literally next to each other in Japan. Full disclosure. Full Full disclosure. Uh, full disclosure, I'm partnered with Hora CEO. I am partnered with Hoto Kuki. Full disclosure, I'm partnered with 20 or so Pikachu in a boat. I am partnered with BigBootySquirrel.com. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. And we are back. So let's talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus. They said Arceus multiple times. Yes. Oh, come on. They locked that in when they <laughs> built the Arceus system. Yes. In yeah, but in Detective yeah. Pikachu, they said Arceus, and it was yeah. a little confusing. I had, I, I had to correct people on Twitter. It's fine. It's Arceus. Just it, It's the same as the Pokedex 3D Pro. The same as uh, Pokemon Battle Revolution, the little like the Arceus. Uh, thing. You know, somebody somebody on Twitter, Greg, said, uh, "You know, you can't. You have to take it with a grain of salt." And my thought process was, if the CEO of the Pokemon Company is saying <laughs> Arceus, I don't, I don't know what kind of salt we buy in, but I don't, I don't know who to believe at that point. Look. Then I feel like. Hmm. You can say whatever you want, yeah, but yeah, officially yes, yes, yes. it is Arceus. Yes. The whole point of mythical names is so that when you say it, everyone, regardless of language, knows what you're talking about. But obviously yeah. accents and stuff come into play. 
I, I'm yeah. fine with Arceus, but when people start telling me that Kelleby is wrong, I, that's when I'm going to start fighting. Or Cinderace? Come on. Well, Cinderace is not a mythical. Kelleby is. Oh, yeah. Okay. So available early 2022, they showed like a two minute trailer, although I would, I would probably say there was only like 60 seconds of, uh, gameplay footage. It, the Pokemon Legends Arceus game will honor Pokemon's core gameplay while infusing a new action RPG. You'll need to catch, survey, and research wild Pokemon in the long gone era of Sinnoh to recreate the first Pokedex. So we kind of got what the premise of the game is. Make the Pokedex. Sounds like you're done. To catch Pokemon, you can observe them, learn their behavior, sneak up carefully, aim your Pokeball, let it fly. Right off their website. Uh, you can have your ally Pokemon battle wild Pokemon that you hope to catch. Just throw the Pokeball holding your ally Pokemon near a wild Pokemon and you will seamlessly enter a battle and command your Pokemon by choosing the moves it knows. Uh, it looks like they copy and pasted the Swish, blue Swish from Sun and Moon. Behind the, like, HP bar. Do you guys remember that? In Sun and Moon Battles, they had, like, the swishes behind the bars. Oh, yeah. Vaguely. Um, kind of. It, it looks like it's the It's been same. a long time since I played those games <laughs> thinking about it. You'll be brought to the Sinnoh region, the setting uh, for Diamond and Pearl, but this is long before those. Uh, before ideals of being a trainer or having a Pokemon League even existed, which kind of hints that there doesn't seem to be other trainers or other... No gyms? I mean, if there's uh, yeah. no trainers? I, I, I mean, no gyms, definitely. I would imagine that there will be other trainers, but not sort of like I'm a Pokemon right. trainer yeah. like, right. title. I'm also imagining there will be some sort of bad guy element to the game. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, I, I don't know. I don't... Mm. I, I, I do think that in your, in your pursuits, you will run into people who are... Who are who are doing things for a quote unquote unkind purpose, and you will have mean, to stop them. The truth is, it's hard to have story. It's hard to have yes. narrative without conflict. Right? right? There's going <laughs> to be some. There's going to be some sort of conflict to drive the game. Pokemon Snap really does well without needing conflict. Oh, trust <laughs> me, the it? conflict is aiming that daggone camera. <laughs> the conflict at. is the professor not Jitter liking your photos. Here. Oh man. He's like, you're yeah. three pixels off. No good. Two stars. Sorry. If you say what the goal of a, a Pokemon game would be, it would probably be to be the champion. To beat right. eight gyms, to beat the Elite Four, to be the champion. And this, it is to complete the first ever Pokedex. Um, so it doesn't seem like battling is a huge focus. But, but wait, wait, wait. Also, let me reiterate what I've had to tell probably about 20 people so far <laughs> how many were on reddit we, zero uh <laughs> mostly text messages and twitter dms and one instagram um <laughs> <laughs> hey instagram's becoming the messaging platform yeah oh, it is it I, definitely I, is we have seen very little of this mm -hmm. game mm-hmm do not make your overall complete assumption of what this game is based on what you've seen so far. If we know anything about Pokemon game announcements, they give you a little nugget at the beginning, and we're going to have a year's worth of yeah. reveals and more information. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, yeah. hey, look, it's a pixelated Farfetch that's actually a Surfetch running around your computer screen. Yes. Randomly. Um, you can you do not know everything at this point. You cannot judge. 
this game. And also, just to throw in with that as well, I've gotten complaints about the quality of the rendering of the graphics. Yes. I, I do we, want to talk about that. Well, I was just like, we historically know that they have, in the past, done first previews of games that were not finished yet, and the graphics improve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, this game is a year old. We don't know yes, from exactly what right. point or more than a year in away. development they built this yes. trailer. Like, whatever. I'm not getting into it. The only thing I will point out is somebody did point out that the pattern design on your outfit is similar to the Team Galactic logo later. Speaking of people making assumptions, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but two things. The first thing is when they when they do that panning shot from behind the trainer and then look at Mount Cornet, because we know that's Mount Cornet, somebody lined that up with the same opening trailer of Breath of the Wild, and it is one-to-one identical. Like, they knew what they were doing there. They wanted to capture that feeling of... Do you want to know what else it matches up to? Probably, like, the Elder Scrolls thing as well. Of The opening shot of Sound of Music. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Never so, seen that movie, but I'll take Breath your Breath of the Wild, the musical, uh, Sound of Music. It is a big sweeping shot that was developed and shown in that film to capture the grandeur of the countryside. It is not a mistake that they use it in multiple games to show off Look at how huge our world right. is going to be. Like, that doesn't mean anything. You, They're the same shots. Wait a minute. Is it not the most Pokemon fan thing in the world <laughs> that, like, what, three, four years ago, I don't know how many, whenever Breath of the Wild first came out, all the Pokemon fans five, were like... Five or six. It would be, but, like, why Why can't we have Pokemon Breath of the Wild? I want Pokemon Breath of the Wild. I, <laughs> we get Pokemon Breath of the Wild, and they're like, this is not what I want. <laughs> no, not like this. <sighs> I'm unhappy. Again, if you go to the Outrage Factory, you expect to get Outrage. Yes. I do get frustrated that every game gets compared to Breath of the Wild. But also, I lived through the early 2000s where a lot of games got compared to Super Mario 64. Breath yes. of the Wild is just the game that is on the to-do list. And before Breath of the Wild, I, I'm pretty sure it was Dark Souls. <laughs> Everything was compared to Dark Souls. This plays like Dark Souls. This is as hard as Dark Souls. This looks like Dark Souls. You roll like Dark Souls. I get it. It, it. it is very exhausting, though, that any game coming out, whether it's Nintendo or not, gets compared to Breath of the Wild. The The second point I want to make is the the open world. You heard me read the press release. We're on the official website. There's also a Nintendo press release about these games, but I read the official Pokemon press release. Nowhere did they ever say the words open world. With that being said, does the game look open world? Yes, I'm not going to debate that. It does look open world, but they chose not to use those two words yet. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I bring that up is because time and time again, people's expectations rise because... They make these assumptions, and then a game comes out, and they don't meet the assumptions that the game never said, but they thought. A funny story is like when the <laughs> when the Wii U when the Wii first came out. This was the time where like um, PS2, PS3, Xbox 360, Xbox, whatever. They all had shooting games with online, and I was waiting in line to try the Wii early. And the, one of the Wii launch games was a game called Red Steel, which was a samurai game. It was a shooter; you could shoot. And then you could swing your Wiimote and it would be a sword. And there was this huge group of people in front of me. And we were waiting to try Red Steel for the very first time. Um, Wii wasn't out yet. And they were all talking about how they couldn't wait to play this game online. And shoot 
each other with their Wiimotes and to slice each other with their Wiimotes. And because their assumption was, well, every other PS2 and Xbox game and Xbox, like, all these other shooters have online. But nowhere did Ubisoft, uh, maker of Fred Steel, <laughs> advertise that this game <laughs> had online. And all these, like, the entire 20, 30 minutes, they were just talking about how great the online was going to be for Red Steel when it was never even talked about. Again, I do think the game will probably be open world, but the if the Nintendo's press release, the the Pokemon.com, the Japanese Pokemon website, the Pokemon press release, none of them say the words open world. And it was funny because one of our viewers, one of our listeners in Slack went to Joe Serebii. Joe, hello if you're listening. I do love Joe, by the way. Joe, the <laughs> webmaster of Serebii, went to his Twitch stream the other night and said, hey, do you think that... Arceus is an open world game and he said yes of course they even said that and then his girlfriend sitting next to him she said well they never said it during the trailer which is true they never used the words open world and so you watch Joe lean forward clickily clacky on the keyboard he's like I'm checking the press release and he goes oh they didn't say open world and then he goes well they said grand vistas yeah sure they said grand vistas <laughs> but like mean anything because the art style <laughs> is absolutely amazing yeah from my point of view and it was funny because right before he got to that point he was having the same argument we just had which was hey pokemon fans like to make assumptions don't make assumptions because you'll build up but again it's just does this game look open world yeah sure but there are different scales of open world right, right? like the open world wild area in sword and shield is different than breath of wild which is different than final fantasy 15 which oh, is different I, than I, ocarina of time that is exactly the way that I was going to put it was if you consider the wild area, if you consider the crown, I, I would say more like crown tundra and right. Isle of Count Armor. If you, if you consider those to be open world, then that's what you're going to get with this, that th this is an extension of that type of Pokemon play. And I did not play Gears of War, the new Gears of War, but that is an open world game, but they hide the open world. They, they, hide the fact that it's not really open world by driving a car from area to area. So you have these huge areas and if you mm -hmm. want to get to another area, you're you're driving a car but it's actually hiding the fact that you can't do anything in between that from point A to point B. Well, and, and like, right, like Monster Hunter World, right? You've got very large regions that you can move around in, but mm -hmm. if you want to go from like the desert kind of region to the jungle kind of region, you can't just, no. There's, right, right. There's you not have a like, connector between those two. You have like eight two. open world maps. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways, I just want to talk about that. Do I think the game is open world myself? Yes. What level of open world? Don't know. Does, has Game Freak done open world? Yes. I think the Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra is a great example of them being able to do it and having Pokemon spawn and, and being able to explore with, with little to no load times, although it does get a little chonky um, from time to time. The other thing is... Some people were asking why are you do you not pick the Sinnoh starters in a Sinnoh game? Well, because you're the one discovering the Sinnoh starters. Right. So that one's kind of like Oh, I I have a sense and once again, right, don't take this as fact, take this as Will Anderson's sense and interpretation is that at this time in history that we will be playing this game, it's like right, Sinnoh's an island. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Obviously it's like the a, south, a, a, north part of cat. Japan? Yeah, which is an island. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, my take is that like you are among the first humans to come and settle 
on mm. this island. That's why you're going out to discover all the Pokemon, and that's why there's not an established, like, hey, I'm the Sinnoh Pokemon researcher. It's like, there is one village of humans. Maybe there's a few, like, outcroppings of people, like, in tents or whatever, but there's, like, one village of humans in Sinnoh, and you are there. That's where you start. That's why it's your base, and then you will explore the Sinnoh region, but you're not going to... It's not going to be a bunch of towns. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to go from here to there. So that's why another reason. Why why are there no Sinnoh starters? Because right, because we've just settled Sinnoh. Right. Maybe. I am just way into the Pokeball design. <laughs> I love this thing so much. Are you are you guys actually excited for this game? I am. Oh. Uh yes. so I love I love anything that expands the lore. And Sinnoh being one of the most history-rich, lore-rich of the game series, to be able to go back in time to really explore the history and the development of that region is incredibly exciting to me. I think everything that I've seen so far has me excited. Like, I like the, the way the world looks. I like how, the, how they've taken what modern Sinnoh was and then brought it down to historical past. Like the costuming is really good. The Pokeball is incredible. The vistas look great. Like everything about the game so far has me very excited to play the game. Like I, even if the story is very basic, it's just a basic exploration of what happened in the past. I am very into that basic exploration of what happened in the past, and I hope we get that for more regions. I think it it really helps develop the world of Pokemon to not always be in the present day, but to also look at the past that they've never really explored before, and that alone is very exciting. Which they talk about, yes. They talk about, but but we don't ever get to experience Well, Black and White already did this with Pokemon Typing Adventure. Nobody played Pokemon Typing Adventure, okay? Well, if they wanted the deep lore of Unova, Unova, they could have typed away and... <laughs> it was only available in Japanese. No, it was in the UK, too. You had to import or, it. There you go. Uh, <laughs> one of our listeners is a woodworker and metal worker and has already started planning on making reproductions of the wooden Yeah, Pokeballs. the wooden steam. I just love that thing so much. It's... Mostly made out of wood and steam puffs from the top when it's caught. It's such a, it's such a great. Can I can I thing? address another complaint that I've received? Yes. All right. I so like how I, you're. <laughs> I like how you I like have how no you complaints, get these, but you're DMs bringing me in other complaints uh, because because I am <laughs> I'm thrilled, and yet people love to tell me what they don't like. So I did get a complaint of, oh, hey, do I, I hate the fact uh, I just throw Pokeballs at Pokemon and I don't have to battle them to weaken them. And so most Pokemon that, games, they're, they're, they're ruined. They've ruined it for me. And so I have once again, I have two points to address uh, this particular complaint. Number one, nobody said that. Yeah, yep. this, that is not right? hinted at all. <laughs> Number two, if you have paid attention to Pokemon in the past few years. In Pokemon Go, you do not battle Pokemon before you catch them. You throw balls at them. In Pokemon Let's Go, you do not battle the Pokemon, mostly, usually, of the time. You just throw balls at them. This is a mechanic that has existed now in Pokemon games for Mm -hmm. years. 
Okay, but so, also you can apply that to Sword and Shield, where most people just throw a quick ball <laughs> and move on yeah. with life. Well, well and a lot no, of, because a lot of Sword and Shield... Sword and Shield, they, they monkeyed the around with the whole, like, if your Pokemon yeah, is true. not of a higher level, yeah. then it's harder to catch the other Pokemon. Yeah. They, they That is true. They play with it some. But, I mean, the first route always catch has been for a while, too. Like, you can, in a lot of games, catch everything on, that appears in the first route 100% of the time. No battling, just chuck a ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's not that much of a stretch. Also, we don't know what the battle system is is like if you are able to if you do have to do a weakening attack and then catch it on the harder ones like we have no and and that was also my response right it was like maybe the small ones you can just throw a pokeball and it will catch but maybe the larger ones you do have to have a partner pokemon to battle it and bring it down and then catch it we have one screenshot of that the battle which is a galade versus a garchomp and it does have false swipe in there, which is like the prime catching. Yeah, <laughs> there was. I thought there was a battle scene with a Staraptor, and there was, was the but there was too. no attacks on that screen. Yeah, no, you couldn't see what the yeah. So in the, so in the Galade, one, the Galade is level seventy. Um, it has yeah. two hundred thirteen HP. It knows Slash twenty out of twenty, false swipe forty out of forty, close combat five out of five, aerial ace twenty out of twenty, and they're against a wild Garchomp. And then there's another screenshot with like two jinxes or shinxes, not jinxes. <laughs> two shinxes. I will yeah, say, I like, I like how he catches one of them, and the other one is just completely oblivious. Like, okay. <laughs> my buddy just disappeared, but <laughs> okay, all right, so this I, is what, I, I guess this is my life now. My, I, my best friend is gone. I have another two things. I feel like if we rename this podcast, it'll be Steve has two things. Two things. One, <laughs> two things, Steve. One, I don't care about graphics in a video game as long as the game is good i want to really stress that like if the game looks mm. bad but mm. still plays super well i don't really care uh i know we can point to the trees in sword and shield that still comes up from time to which time. which i think are fantastic <laughs> yeah i i mean uh, graphics can ruin a game for me can they okay. they can for, but uh, I, I i would say that the art style in the Pokemon Legends Arceus. I I love the art style. I love yeah. this kind of like we're doing almost like a painted, mm-hmm. brush painted, uh, interpretation of the world. I I think that is beautiful and and really goes along with the theme of uh, this is a historical, <laughs> not a modern. game. I would say for most people, as long as the game is good, graphics don't matter. I mean, if you look at some of the top games out there, Minecraft, it's literally blocks. Roblox yeah. is whatever roblox is trying to do <laughs> like i mean graphics is I, I, so graphics isn't always the make or break but if it's got really really bad graphics and there's it, it it's okay to play then i will n- not like the graphic the graphics are often what get me through the door like this looks super cute like mm-hmm. there are a million board games that i bought because i just love the art and the gameplay is terrible there are a lot of games that i bought because i thought the art was really great and and you're like, the oh, this game terrible. is bad. <laughs> but there's a lot of games where people had to convince me to buy and play the game because the art turned me off so much. Mm. Like, I just have no interest in playing the game because I have to watch myself play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I yeah. have to be confronted with this art over and over and over again. So if I really don't like the art, knowing that as a visual medium, this is what I have to look at that can turn me off from buying a game. Sure. I, I you know, and I can say right, my experience of that now that like thinking about it has brought this to mind, right? I love 
Monster Hunter games, the Nintendo Monster Hunter games. They're bright, they're colorful, they're the weapons and everything. It's fanciful and you know, just, you know, there's like a bit of humor in there and they're just like, that, that's a huge draw for me. And then there was Monster Hunter World, which was drab and like everything was just so like boring. And it's like, yeah, you could tell that this weapon was made out of this particular monster's parts, but it's just like not. And, and I lost interest in Monster Hunter World because it didn't have that like characteristic, you know, bright, colorful, playful nature that other Monster Hunter games have had. So I can see like how the art style does influence my pleasure in playing the game mm-hmm. in, in those ways. With the foundation laid that I'm not, I don't care. Like if, if the, I, I, I think this game looks bad graphically. That's what right I want to say. Right, right now. Right now, I think it looks right now. bad. Um, but if the game was to ship and still look like it did today, I would still buy it and play it with the hope that the gameplay is good, right? So that's that's all I want to say. Like, I, right. I do, when they showed the trailer and they showed the trainer running through the very empty town with five identical buildings, the only thing different was the roof. Like, this town is deserted. There are five mm-hmm. buildings. They're all the same. It doesn't look great, even though there's yeah, nothing going on. Because the game starts yeah, yeah, yeah. with well, you waking well, up at five o'clock in the morning <laughs> before anybody else has woken up. And that, you oh. You can't interpret the entire story. Then they show him in the field and you see like a chingling and it's like like one pixel up, two pixels over, two pixels. It's very stuttery. Um, the trees look just as bad as they did in Sword and Shield, which is now a two-year-old game. This is great. It, it, visually, it was not impressive to me. Mm. And I couldn't help think about that. And now I kind of feel like those people who saw Sword and Shield for the first time when they were like... Oh, this, why doesn't this look as good as other Nintendo games? But that being said, like, I get it. The game is a year out. They have plenty of time to improve. Yeah. But it was hard for me to be excited about a game where they showed 90 seconds of, in my opinion, very mediocre footage. I think the, 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 the idea, the, the idea mm-hmm. that they're trying to convey got to me. They're trying to do this vast, world where you can just explore you can roll seamless battles like that got through to me but it was just hard for me to be excited when i don't think that visually this looked really i think the very first trailer for sword and shield was a better first impression of a game freak game like i think that first trailer of sword and shield seeing sir chester with the snowfall seeing that um halloween field with the yampers and the yellow grass Seeing Score Bunny on Route One, I I thought that actually looked great, and it was really exciting. And this was before the National Deck, so everyone was excited for that opening Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. But when I looked at this game, I was like, "Wow, that Chingling is barely moving. Oh, that Star Raptor is like stuttering in the background. Oh, that grass is oh, over interpret, man. <laughs> you just like wow." Maybe all I'm overinterpreting, there but there's a only Bud shown. but there's only like That's sixty seconds about. of footage. Like there's not a lot to really look yeah. at. It's it's and it still got me super excited. <laughs> I was yeah. like, when they like for me, honestly, when they were doing like the hand painting of the piplup on the beach with the spheres, I was like, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, and that, that is cool, but that's, <laughs> yeah. but that's not the game. Like, I think... I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know that's not the game. It still sold me on the game. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It's like, boy, they've got the right concept. Yeah. They, they know what they're doing. Yeah, like the and splatters and the bl- brush strokes but, and everything. I get it. I, I would, get it. I get it. I would honestly say, like, for anybody who 
really needs a reference on this. It was it was the Sun and Moon games. I'm sure you can find a record somewhere where people have done side by side of like here is this scene from the first trailer of this game. Here is the scene from the last trailer of the game. And you can see the improvements yeah, that no, they made. No, I have no doubt that graphics. this game is going to look yeah. significantly better when it chips. Yeah. I'm just saying, as a first impression for me, I saw people get really excited. You know, you hear statements like, this is going to be the best Pokemon game ever. And oh my gosh, they're <laughs> I mean, finally doing it. And some people screaming MMO, even though it's not. <laughs> not um, yet. Not with that attitude. I'm just more optimistically cautious because if the best game at this point that we have gotten from Game Freak is Sword and Shield, which I think so, I think from, uh, like, you know, they already proved the open world part of Sword and Shield. They have done some really good animations in Sword and Shield, like Hyper Beam, Pyro Ball. Mm Mm-hmm. The quality of life in Sword and Shield is pretty much unmatched of any other Pokemon game of what you can do. But it's not like Game Freak overnight turned into Rockstar or turned into Bungie or turned yeah. into like these these triple A studios. It's still Game Freak. Mm. And we know what Game Freak has we we if there's anything we know for for Game Freak, we have seen their whole catalog of video games from Harmonite to Tembo, Little Town Hero. We've seen every... Don't forget Pocket Card Jockey. Their best game, by far. We have have seen every single game they have made. So to go from people saying Sword and Shield was bad or Sword and Shield was not as good as Diamond and Pearl to this is going to be the best Pokemon game, it's very hard for me to be like, yeah, I, I I hope so. I hope that this is the best Pokemon game they ever do. But from what they showed me and the rest of the world, I'm just cautious about it. Like, I, I hope it's great. Yes, that's yeah, fine. I Be mean, cautiously optimistic. That's acceptable. The, one of the keys of happiness is managing your expectations. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, yeah. I will also say, as I know what video games I like. I'm 32 years old. I've played a lot of video games. I know which ones I like. I know which ones I don't like. Action RPG, the first thing that comes to mind is Bayonetta. Near Automata, A Devil May Cry. These are action RPGs that I've played before, and I simply didn't like them. I don't think they're bad games. They're just not the type of games I like. I like Pokemon things, so if this is a good version of that, it will get me through. I will probably, I probably would say Final Fantasy 15 is an action RPG. I hated battle. I hated the combat in that game, <laughs> but because I love the world of Final Fantasy. And because I really did enjoy the Final Fantasy, I love the four boy band going through in their leather outfits in the desert to, you know, save the kingdom. It really, for whatever reason, got to me. I liked it. I was very satisfied. It pushed me through. I'll like, I think the Pokemon itself will push me through, but usually for me, not a huge fan of action RPGs in general. Yeah. I mean, that's the same. Like, I don't like first person shooters, but I love the Bioshock series. Like, because the story in the world of Bioshock was so great that. I didn't hate the fact that it was a first-person shooter. Like, we still don't really know what action RPG means yep. in this context. Like, we don't... The fact that they bring up the moves, but there's not, like, a counter or a timing thing. There's a lot of questions about what what they mean by action RPG. And we... I mean, there's so little information <laughs> to make a lot of judgments off of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's very premature. All we know is... They're going back in time 
there's a whole collection aspect, and that that has me hooked. That is a thing that I like. What was the other thing I saw? Oh, this is game. This is Game Freak setting the foundation for future Pokemon games. Didn't didn't they not like they've already proven the wild area? <laughs> yeah, like, they've already done the open world. <laughs> if anything, this is. This is like them expanding on the open world part of the wild area. And if well, you. But so, what I'm saying is, this is more of like them putting their stake in the ground and saying, expect wild area is Pokemon game, not tall grass. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. like, if every. If Gen 9 was all wild area, I'd be cool with that. Like, I, I genuinely like seeing the Pokemon walk around. I like being able to avoid them. I, I think it does make the world feel lively. That's why I do like most of my time in Sword and Shield right now is in the Isle of Armor. I know some people like Crown Tundra better, but I really do like the Isle of Armor, and I like exploring it, and it's it's my favorite area to wander around still. And seeing those different biomes, I, I hope that when I look at this trailer and it's like, oh, there's you only see two Pokemon and there's vast canyons behind you and it's like <laughs> oh gosh i hope there's something more out there i ho- I hope that's there also just because a game is open world doesn't mean it's good i don't also understand True. this yeah. like i have played plenty of open world games that the open world part was not a necessity uh like uh, no more heroes no more heroes 2 those were open world games and th- yeah i guess you could walk around and but there was nothing to do in it because it gives me the freedom to be me I don't have the man <laughs> telling me where I gotta be and when. Here's here's the bigger question: Do you think you get to you do you think you get to customize your trainer in uh, the Legend game? I hope so. Yes. No. No. Yeah. Why not? So. There's because no rules. You're, gonna, you're the first person. <laughs> you're gonna wear traditional garb. Okay. You're gonna find an Ursa ring. You're going to carve it up with your guard chomp, and then you're going to have like a no. like Monster Hunter. You're going to wear Monster the Ursa Hunter. ring. Pokemon okay. Monster Hunter crossover. I'm in. Uh, Final Fantasy 15. I said earlier, one of my favorite games ever. Completely open world. That was probably the worst part of Final Fantasy 15. There was nothing to do. You could yeah. you could you could walk from the the garage to the beach, and it would probably actually take you two hours to walk that. <laughs> but there that's was real life. Nothing to do in between. That's why you just took the car, and the car would take ten minutes instead of two hours. I'm not even exaggerating. The car would legit there- take ten minutes to drive from point A to point B, and you would go make a sandwich and come back. And you're like, "Yeah, I'm just here with my boy band, sweating in leather in this car, waiting." Like, open world Were doesn't there automatically. Slimes? No, there's no slimes in there's Final no Fantasy. That's Dragon Quest. Oh. I mean, I'm playing Genshin Impact, and there's plenty of slimes in that game. <laughs> uh, I hope this game is good, though. Uh, I, I will too. never fault a video game company for trying something new. They're trying something new here. I, I also don't expect that this is like... I saw people being like talking about the sequels to this. Like, oh, this is just the foundation, but I can't wait for the Legends Groudon or like... Well, this game is a year away. It's not even out yet. Why are we talking about sequels to this game? So, I mean, we're talking about it because, much like me, I would be very excited to, to be, explore the histories of all of the regions. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. That's it, a very exciting thing. Like, if this is a really good game and we're exploring the history of Sinnoh, I really then want to explore all of the other regions. And that is that is an exciting idea. Well, I mean, me. all of them except Hoenn. 
because nobody wants to go back. Well, to I hear that people really like Canto and want more Canto. Nobody wants more Canto. No one. We've been there five million <laughs> times. Okay. We, we, we just did a whole tour. We did do a whole tour. You know what's coming, what's coming sooner than later, though, is Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Yes. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I believe the Pokemon company partnered with... Uh, with uh, I love computer art. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Duplo. Oh, no. To... Okay, so... The adventure of Pokemon Diamond, uh, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl will take place in the Sinnoh region, rich with the nature of Mount Cornet, towering at the heart. Uh, you will visit many different locations to become the champion of the Pokemon League. The over the original story has faithfully faithfully been reproduced. Sense of scale of the original towns have been carefully preserved. You can relive familiar scenes for those setting out for Sinnoh for the first time. Plenty of new encounters and surprises await. Uh, the remakes include easy-to-understand player-friendly conveniences of a modern Pokemon series, plus up-to-close personal Pokemon battle scenes. Uh, a couple things that they've shown. They only really showed, like, two routes, I think. They showed the original route where you get your starter Pokemon, and then I think they showed the route where Shinx and Bidoof spawn. Um, they showed that first town that you go to. They showed the bottom part of Snow Point, where I think the boat is. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed the factory, they showed the then, factory, and they showed what looks like the underground. Oh yeah, yeah. They wait. They showed the the blown up lake with the dead magic. Yeah, they did show that. Yeah, yeah. The best part of the game, that according is, to some people, that is the best part of the game. That is the surprises they were talking about. So I, we have to talk about the art style first. That like that is the biggest point of contention, whether people like it or hate it, and um, just oh, like I just I just wait I just I just love the whole. It's like. I want Gen 4 remakes. I want Gen 4 remakes. I want Gen... These are not the remakes that not I like wanted. <laughs> uh, I, I will start as a person who is incredibly excited about the art style. I love the fact that they kept the the fact that you're chibi in the overworld and full size in the battle, I, just like in the original 100%, games. 100%. 100%. 100%. Games. Stamp, stamp, stamp. Endorsed, endorsed, endorsed. The, they Love were it. like that in the original games. You shrunk down and you walked around the world in chibi form. I think the chibi form here is incredibly cute. I think it's an incredibly cute art style. I I like the fact that they kept it as a as a faithful nod to the original games i i 100 i was like i can have my nostalgia in an updated and <laughs> fun to look at yep. manner right yep. it's like this is like everything i want from a remake i want it to have that same cute feel the same honestly even the same grid movement that you had in the original games. I don't think there's mm -hmm. grid because you can see Dawn go sideways in the snow part. I mean, it looks like... It looks it, great. I mean, the whole layout looks like <laughs> sure, a yeah, bunch sure. of... Everything is yeah, squares, yeah. right? It's just like... <sighs> I oh, boy. am not... The, the words faithful remake is the thing that bothers me. Because like... What, what part of it bothers you? Faithful would be... Hey, do you remember 17 HMs you needed to get through Mount Coronet? Yeah. Well, we're keeping it faithful. Like So so yeah, the reason I think that they're saying that is because I I think that they really want to set the foundation for 
you are going to be able to capture, use, have access to Pokemon that were available in Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. And no Alolan Pokemon, no <laughs> Kalos Pokemon, no Unova Pokemon. That this is yeah, this is a Diamond and Pearl remake, kids. Look, and you're gonna get what was available in Diamond look, and Pearl. I, I respect that decision. When they if if they if they start making a remake of any Pokemon game or any game in general and they say, Look, this is the direction we're going from day one, I respect it. The problem I had with Auras is it wasn't a faithful it wasn't a complete faithful remake. And it wasn't a complete overhauled remake like well, um, Final Fantasy VII remake. Like, is. I, I think we, I think we're mistaking faithful with exact. Yeah. Faithful is mm-hmm. remaining true to the original. Faithful is remaining in the spirit of the original. There's nothing about faithful that says it's exact. They yeah. never sure. say it's exact, and they even say there are life improvements in the press release. Yeah, like yeah. there's nothing about the word faithful that is saying this is a one for one complete remake. It is keeping in the spirit of and true to how the original was. That doesn't mean they aren't making changes. That doesn't mean that we will automatically have HMs. That doesn't mean that the end game will, won't be completely different or won't be uh, from Platinum. It means that they are not... They aren't... Like, the plotline is going to be the same. They aren't, they aren't just saying, now, here's Sword and Shield's DLC Sinnoh. Like, they aren't completely yeah. changing the game. They are remaining faithful to the things that were originally part of Diamond and Pearl that does not exclude quality of life changes, additional Pokemon, mm-hmm. other things being added to the game. Yeah, they're just and things part that- of what they're showing is they're saying very faithful to the art style of the original game. Like that's what like it isn't exact. Like it is a a, a new rendering of the chibi models and it is a new <laughs> rendering of the world. Yeah. But it still has the look and feel of those original games. I think that's what they mean by faithful. Sure. I, my worries are and they're 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 petty. But like, I like customizing characters. If you're saying it's faithful, you're not are we getting it? Are we stuck no. with Dawn? You're not and, getting it. Yeah. You're what, stuck what's with his other e- name? Bur- not Brian. Scooter. Scooter. Ethan? E- Ethan? No, no. Ethan's Jota. Dawn and the uh, other guy. Dave. Dawn and Dave. Dawn and Dave. My two favorite Pokemon protagonists. It is. I, I know it's so important to people when when they play games to be themselves, and in Pokemon, that is a game where you are yourself. You are. For better or worse, picking your favorite Pokemon, going through with your journey, having your experiences, and to X and Y, that was a huge factor of being like, I can be black for the first time, I can be Latino for the first time, I can wear a hat or not wear a hat, or put on a pink jacket instead of a green jacket. That adds a ton of immersion for people going through a game, and it was a turnoff for Auras for me to be like, I gotta be Brendan. Brendan's lame. I'm not lame. I'm cool. And mm. debatable. <laughs> so, like, you can you can remake a game, like Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. What was that dude's name? Chase Trace. But I was still Elaine. <laughs> Chase Trace Elaine. But I was still able to customize myself, so I didn't have to feel like Chase or Trace. 
I can't even remember which one's the rival or not, right? If I wanted to wear a Team Rocket uniform and put a Safari hat on my Eevee, I could do that, and that felt like me. Because my Eevee's always out there safariing. No character customization's a big bummer, and I feel like that's a step backwards. Again, they already went a step backwards in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was like, hey, we're, we're going to stick you with HMs again. And Rock, Rock Smash is not an HM, but you needed Rock Smash to go from Gym 3 to Gym 4 to get to Flannery, and you needed it every time. Like, that's a step back. Uh, no Pokemon in the overworld. Could happen. Probably not. Remember when they first so showed Sword and Shield, they did not show Wandering Pokemon. It wasn't until the second trailer, four months later, where they showed Wandering Pokemon. And we complained about that on the show. We were like... How can they go from Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, literally the best feature of Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, <laughs> and how can they take that away? And I called it right. You all were like, no, they won't have a mixture, and I said, yes, they will, and you're like, no, they won't, and I was right! You were right. Vindication! Could they have wandering Pokemon in here? Yeah, sure, they could yeah. do anything, it's their video game. Uh, but going back on that feels like, ugh, I don't want that either. Like, I, I do want to walk around the Zubats, because we know Mount Cornet is full of Zubats. I want to not walk <laughs> into them. I'm I'm worried in that sense. Is that going? Are these things going to prevent me from buying the game? No, because like I've played through Sinnoh multiple times. I played. I think Platinum is the better game. Like if I had a choice, I'm going to Platinum. I would miss those things a lot. Uh, and yeah. I think the like those things, being able to customize your character and seeing Pokemon in the overworld for me adds so much immersion to a series I love. Well, are we re are we ready for true confession time? Yes. I only played Pokemon Diamond to complete my living decks. I didn't really pay attention to the story. I kind of rushed it. Uh, so, this will be my first visit. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> With actually caring. Diamond, Diamond was the first time I ever completed a Pokedex. Like, I have very fond memories of Diamond, so I'm going to buy Brilliant Diamond. Yeah, I, I needed to move my uh, Pokemon off of my Pokemon Emerald cartridge up, mm -hmm. so that, yeah, that's why I played Pokemon uh, Diamond. I mean, looking at how they do a lot of remakes, I, I don't think we're getting customization. I don't think we're getting overworld. We don't know for sure. True. Um, They like to hide those things. Again, manage your expectations. They really haven't done it a lot in the past. It's highly doubtful they're going to do it here. Um, and, right, also, keep in mind, this is not the key focus of new next Pokemon. Pokemon Legends Arceus is the key focus of new next Pokemon. This is, you guys wanted remakes. We paid this company to make remakes. <laughs> I, I have what you wish for. We, we, didn't, comes... we, we didn't spend gold. We spend silver. So <laughs> you get silver. So at least in auras, you could be unique in your secret bases. Yes. In this game, you can be unique in your underground secret bases. Yeah, but in the the like capture the flag, the tag, they showed a scene of like sixteen people in the what what was that? Yeah. That's the Wi-Fi room, union room. I think yeah, they're the called. Yeah, the Wi-Fi room. Like that would be a great place to express yourself hey i'm the dude wearing the green hat yeah and you could do that in the old games you picked what your avatar was when you went into that yeah room. you just picked an avatar you didn't customize yourself right but that doesn't mean that you can't like that Ooh, are they gonna not gonna be a part the, of this 
the designated text that you can choose. Like, remember they had the you could oh, only pick yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. It's like I like happy and celebration. <laughs> so th- there, there are some big questions here. Um, the biggest question being like, and this kind of goes back to why I think Will is wrong about them not doing a Gen Nine in the statement of like Gen Eight is they have to keep pushing forward this competitive scene. So how are they are they going to say, hey, all competitive for the 2022 World Tournament is going to be in the Diamond and Pearl remakes not made by Game Freak? Or is it going to be in Sword and Shield? Like, we don't know that. Yeah, they, I don't know what they they're going to do. They keep canceling the World Championship, so <laughs> maybe that's, maybe. that's the real hot take on what's happening with competitive. Like, we're just done with competitive we're altogether. Because it's not going to be Legends of Arceus. If you go to the Japanese website, right. I think we said this earlier, Legends of Arceus has no online multiplayer at all. Diamond and Pearl on the Japanese website says two to four players. So is Diamond and Pearl going to be the competitive game? Which maybe, I mean, it, maybe it is. So, or is it going I mean, to if continue? Game, game Freak can design the battle system what and was say, it? Yeah. you use this. Yeah. What was it for Auras and... Auras was the competitive game during the time. It did go from X and Y to Auras to Sun and yeah, Moon. Because, they, to Sun and because Moon. they added new Megas. The only right? time they so. skipped was Let's Go. And, but, they, but they said when Let's Go came out, in, they literally said, hey... Let's Go is not a competitive game. Like they put that flag down very early on mm. with Let's Go. So I yeah, I don't know how they're going to do competitive with this game coming out this fall. If they do stick it to Sword and Shield, is Sword and Shield going to continue to get wild area updates and contests and Mewtwo's appearing in raids throughout the time? Are they going to support both games? They could. They did with Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and Let's Go. Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon continued to get um, new tournaments while let's go existed uh but then that's a long time right because we we got two dlcs last year we have nothing planned for this year for sword and shield this game comes out in fall are we just gonna live sword and shield battle mechanics until generation nine i don't know um hey i don't know if diamond and pearl are going to be the main competitive games going forward are there gen 8 pokemon post game faithful remix okay cool Get to the end. Can I import some Gen 8 Pokemon? Can I import Cramorant? Can I import Stonejourner? Can I... The one thing I feel like I know for sure, it's not been confirmed, but if a company making this video game also made Pokemon Home, I'm pretty <laughs> sure those two things are going to work together. I mm, No. I, no. I, that is that is a step too far. <laughs> you why dare why you make that assumption? Why would they do that? That is... That is... That... Do I, that is I, so I, wrong. I don't think Legends of Arceus will have all 898 Pokemon. I don't think Gen 4 Remakes will have all 898 Pokemon. I think Game Freak and the Pokemon Company planted that flag, and I think they're standing by it. No Pokemon game going forward will have all 898 Pokemon. It would boggle my mind if this game doesn't let me import a Scorbunny or a Cramorant or a... Uh, a now cremy it would it would actually boggle i like i get that you probably have to beat the game beat cynthia then you can do it just like gen 5 it would feel very weird to not be able to take those freshly new gen 8 pokemon and explore a different region with them what if they come out with something that's like pokemon they've used every good word out there (laughs) like pokemon battle uh, competition. I don't know. 
And it's like literally, it's like links to Pokemon Home. Oh, you like can a move battle revolution. A team yeah, that's only about battling, and it's like you can move your Pokemon in from Pokemon Home. You have to breed them, develop cool. them, grow them someplace else, and it's not tied to an actual adventure. That would be cool. I mean, I could see them doing that I, because I, that I, really frees them up. Quite the competition a bit. part and and the remakes is the part I, I I don't know I don't know how you solve for X in that. Like that is a big that is a big question mark of what. Oh, very easily. What did these they, games they mean say to they're this? no longer doing the VGC? They're only doing competitive <laughs> TCG and I mean, and tournament. I could easily tournament. see them. I yep. could easily see them that just competition stays in Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. Period. Uh, and that's that is until the next the their next game that they're going to release with competition focus. Another thing, if this is faithful remakes, does that mean we're not getting Sinonian forms like? When I think of Pokemon games going forward, I loved Alolan forms. I loved Galarian forms. I would like I to mean, see a Sinonian. Oh, to be like new yeah, Pokemon? Yeah, I would like to see like a we, Sinonian. No. Um, we got that. We got Mamoswine. We got Roserade. We got all yep. of these extended yep. evolutions. Yeah, they it's were not, in it's, there. You know it's not the same. It is the same. It I is. want to see, uh, you know, like a Sinonian Inke. A uh, Sinonian um, uh, Yamper. <laughs> Come on. Get, like, those are fun. Why would you want to take those away? But, because I don't think they're going to turn... I don't think Game Freak is going to turn over design of new forms and new Pokemon to a third party They don't game. have to. Creatures helps with Pokemon design. Like, they worked yeah, with but I don't Namco think, Bandai I don't think to make Shadow Me too. I don't think they're going to necessarily do that. We know that the anime team has made their own Pokemon, like Cosmog, which they forced into Sun and Moon. Like, they can they can have a team of people help make 10 and 15 Sinonian Pokemon to make that feel... Sinonian is such a bad word. It's a word. bad Stop word. It's a bad it. word. I don't know what else Stop is... Give me a better word. Somebody awful. give me a better word. Sinowen. Sinowen. That is better. But the, yeah, that is something I look forward to in future Pokemon games. It's something I shouldn't expect, though, just because they did it for Sun and Moon and just because they did it for Sword and Shield doesn't mean every game going forward. Uh, there was a rumor, or not a rumor, but um, uh, Poke Shopper, which is they have all the Pokemon merchandise from Japan and everything. Uh, they did say that there are six new toys coming for Shining Shining Pearl Brilliant Diamond. And one, two of those toys are Mega Lucario and Mega Charizard. So people jump to the assumptions because these are branded as Diamond and Pearl remake toys that Mega Charizard and Mega Lucario will possibly be in this game. Just to prove me wrong. Fine. <laughs> yep. That's why they did it. I don't know why anyone would be shocked about that. It's not like when Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon ended and Sword and Shield started, they forgot about Megas. They're adding new Megas monthly in Pokemon Go. Megas exist in the current episodes of the anime. Megas exist in Pokemon Masters. I wouldn't be surprised if eventually Cafe Mix adds Pokemon Megas as well. But why would that surprise anyone to be like Megas would come back and everything comes back in Pokemon games. They t- they take it away well. and then they give it they they give us it back eventually. Because Dynamax was such a better interpretation of yeah. Yeah, Megas I, I think and Dynamax Z moves and everything. Yeah. I, I've said this before. I think the only the place that Megas actually shine in is the anime. I think that is the best place for Megas. 
Um, but I think for actual competitive battle, Dynamax is better. But yeah, at the end of the game, they could do a Sun and Moon. They could say, like, at the end of the game, here's a Mega Bracelet, here's some Mega Stones. Have fun. They could say at the end of the game, here's one stadium where you can Dynamax battle. Have fun. Like, they can do whatever they want. If those things are in there, cool. If they're not, bummer. But also, like, they're getting $60 out of us either way. There, This remake, I feel like, has only opened up more questions <laughs> than prior to it being announced because of what they showed. But it's the Pokemon company. They're really good at holding out information and then surprising us later. I don't love I didn't say this earlier. I don't love the art style. I like Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee's art style better. Um eh, but I get, I, 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 get what, I just like that it's back to Yeah, I get what like, they were going what they for. used to do. Yeah. Which but what I what I I what I am happy is that they didn't do like the sword and shield looking scenario for Diamond and Pearl, right? And and having that art style mm, because I honestly feel like that this is almost an admission because, you know, one of my big complaints about even the Sun and Moons and Sword and Shield is that the routes are too short and that... Well, they're pretty short in Sinnoh too. <laughs> well, no, but not... Not as short. It's <laughs> just like they they they're more adventuresome, and that the the reason is it's the trade off in being able to include that amount of graphics in it, and that the, you know this allows them to maintain the the same route styles and everything, and the whole confusion of Mount Coronet and getting through that. <laughs> I think that. It's so smart from them from a business perspective to have these graphics so dynamically different. Like, mm-hmm. no, no one is confusing Diamond and Pearl remakes with Arceus. They're just right. so True. vastly different. Right. And I remember times when I was playing Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon on, on my Twitch stream, people would be like, is this X and Y? Is this Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire? And those are like more casual fans. That are asking those questions. Obviously, like somebody who's deep into Pokemon 2000 hours, they're going to be like, this is definitely Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon because of the health bar. But (laughs) if there's one thing the Pokemon company has been very good at is attracting new fans to the Mm -hmm. series. They've been excellent at that. This is why Sword and Shield sold 20 million copies versus X and Y only selling 16 and uh, Sun and Moon only selling 15. They're so good at getting new people. So, like, if Somebody who is 12 or 15 or 20 or 22, if they saw Sword and Shield or they saw X and Y and they were like, "Ugh, those games don't look like they're for me, they might look at this and go, this looks great. Oh, this is Pokemon? Oh, I'm going to try this one. And a yeah. Pokemon fan who goes, "Ugh, I hate the graphics, but they're still going to buy it because it's Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. It's like a win-win for them. If and th- I mean, it also helps make the game feel very distinct, right? Like... It helps set it apart. It helps make it visually unique. You know, you know, you're looking at screenshots yeah. from Diamond and Pearl versus screenshots from Sword and Shield versus screenshots from Let's Go. Like they they deliberately change the art style so that the game is easily identifiable. Yes, and they've done this in the anime. Like I know yep. the second a Gen Five anime is on because they got those thick black Beyblade lines. And I know when Alola is on because it has those thinner, more fun, more 
um, zany lines, and then I know when Diamond and Pearl anime is on because nothing is lined up, all the colors are bad, and May is halfway through the floor because it's poorly animated. Like, it's wow. very distinct. <laughs> Did we cover that as Lucas and Don? No, we, we never We said that. Dave and Don. It's, it's Lucas and Don. <laughs> I'm excited for both games, but I think I'm more excited, I'm excited for, for both Diamond games. and Pearl just because it's coming out sooner and because I know what to expect, I guess. I mean, I... I loved I loved Platinum a lot. Um, I really did enjoy Diamond and Pearl a lot. I I think for the first time I'm probably not buying both just because the that world there's, of there's, having to trade with yourself doesn't exist anymore. There, yeah, there's no me. proven merit to uh, buying both. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, so biggest shocker was Game Freak not working on these. Second biggest shocker, only one version of Arceus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This company's really mm. good at selling us the same game twice. Well, but if there, I mean, going back to what you've said, right? No online component. What would be the point That's of having very true. two That's very true. versions? You can't, you can't trade if with you yourself. Can't trade. If you yeah. can't trade. You can't trade. You can't battle. Why sell two? Yeah, it's interesting. Curious of how they'll do the little watch that had like forty yeah. different modes. There's a lot of things. I, I don't. I don't. I think they'll do some things right. Some things wrong. I, yep. I'm sure something will be annoying. Something will. Well, hopefully, hopefully that annoying what... thing is in HMs. Um, yeah. I hope Mount Cornet will not be. Mount Cornet is the worst part of the game, and it's like an important part. Like, right? It's it's supposed to be. If you've never played Diamond and Pearl, what they did is they put a giant mountain in the middle of the map. They called it Mount Cornet, and in order to traverse Sinnoh, you have to keep cutting through this mountain. And as you unlock HMs, which at the time kind of made sense because it was a way to gatekeep areas of the game, you yeah. would go through Mount Cornet and be like, now I have strength, now I have surf, now I have rock climb, and. So you would always go back to Mount Cornet, but Mount Cornet was infested with Zubats, infested with uh, Slowpokes and Psyduck. Hey, just uh, pro tip, they make this item in the game called Repel yeah. that you could use. <laughs> but it also had that problem of, like, everyone makes a joke, like, you needed a Bidoof on your team because Bidoof learned four HMs. But the problem yes. is, like, if you wanted to get to the Pokemon League, and I'm not joking, you needed minimum seven HMs. You could get yeah. the, you technically needed eight because the eighth one would have been Defog, but most of us have pretty okay eyes and Defog wasn't as annoying as um, Flash. So you could get by with seven. It was like Surf, Waterfall, Rock Slide, not Rock Slide, Rock Climb. A anyways. Uh, but you needed seven, which is like, if you didn't want Bidoof on your team, seven moves dedicated to HMs across six Pokemon. And that really sucks when you're trying to go to the Pokemon League because that's your final team normally. It's just... Well, no, you change it up right when you get there. You have you have your traveling team <laughs> yeah. and you, you have, have your, your competitive team. And team. You have your battling team. But, but e even if HMs are in, I guess that issue is slightly alleviated if you could access your PC everywhere, like in Let's yeah. Go and like um, Sword and yeah. Shield, because then I could just access my I PC, mean, switch to Bidoof, push the rock, switch back, move on. I mean, there's a lot of ways that... that I mean, they could Quality not have HMs. Life. They could have HMs be like they were in Sun and Moon, where it's tied to a specific Pokemon that you call... It could be that you access your PC everywhere. Like, there's a lot of ways around it that we just... Who knows which one they're picking. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's take one more break. We have to talk about Pokemon Snap, a little bit of Pokemon Go, Question of the Week, Pokemon of the Week, and then we are done. There's no way you're having Question of the Week. Yeah, we're going to skip it. It's like, <laughs> let's be real. I didn't even think of a song 
simply because I knew, knew this there was, was no way long. you were going to allow that to happen. Okay, we will be right back. Hey, it's the start of the month, and I just wanted to bring up our Patreon, patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. This show is completely funded. Everything I do here full-time is because of the Patreon. Um, podcasting doesn't make any money because <laughs> we don't run ads, so it doesn't matter if we get 10 listens, 1,000 listens, a million listens. We get zero pennies, so all of the work we do here is supported by you guys. If you would like to support, if you like what we do, if you want to join our awesome Slack community, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t or just ise.cash. Both those websites will get you over to our Patreon. It's also in our podcast show notes. But any support you want to throw us goes a long way. We have a couple different reward tiers. They all are very well listed of what you get. Um, but like I said, for $2 a month, you can support the show. You can join our Slack community. You can talk about uh, Arceus Legends. You can talk about the Diamond and Pearl remakes. You can talk about Animal Crossing. You can talk about Zelda. We got a lot of things going on. But if you would like to support, patreon.com slash pkmncast. Otherwise, thank you so, so much for listening. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. We are back. All right. Can we, before we talk about Pokemon Snap... No. <laughs> no? Okay, never mind. No, let's not talk about Pokemon Snap either. Moving on. I, I think, look, they, they announced two new Switch games. Mm-hmm. Both, both exciting. But I mm-hmm. just thought there was going to be something more to the 25th anniversary. True. Like, yeah. They, like, mentioned Masters. They mentioned Cafe Mix. They mentioned uh, Pokemon Go. No sleep, no Detective Pikachu, no movie trailer. Like, the new merchandise isn't even up on the store. Like, it just felt that the 20th anniversary had way more going on. Think of it this way. They're treating this as a full-year event. So this was the launching point, Mm -hmm. and now we will have a year's worth of fantastic revelations. Every week, something new. We can only hope. I just, uh, in comparison to the 20th, the 20th just seemed more hype. Uh, did you get your Leons and Masters? N- no. I did it! Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I, guess, I guess we can talk about Pokemon Masters for a hot minute. They added yep. Leon to Masters. Leon is they did. a... They added Marnie. One, I have not got my Marnie. It's a 1% pull, which is yep. the first time they've done a 1%. Usually a 5-star new character is a 2%. Yep. Um, but I think Leon is a... 12% chance of 5-star overall, whereas usually those banners are 10% 5-star. So even though Leon's a 1%, you have a higher chance of getting 5-stars. They're trying to really make Leon feel special. It's Leon. It's, he does feel special. It's Leon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leon's cool. It's it's overpowered in the game. The hands down. They've like just decided that there's no other pair that matters. And they gave 6,000 gems this weekend, which is extremely yeah, extremely like generous that. they gave 3,000 for logging in on pokemon day and then they gave 3,000 to celebrate the 1.5 year anniversary of pokemon masters and they say that they have two-year plans so i guess pokemon masters outlives pokemon duel in that regards of lasting two years <laughs> they mentioned cafe mix on stream so hey yeah. cafe mix is going strong i guess you're getting all those get uh, golden that. acorns or whatever it was i started playing i'm level like 12 I don't love it. Did you did you join the No, you have to be twenty two to join. I'm getting there. I feel like what they showed of Pokemon Snap in the Pokemon Presents 
video really sold Pokemon Snap finally. To me, at least. Didn't to me. Really? Oh, okay. I, it, did, yeah. it did to me. They, I, there was only one thing that I was like, I honestly don't care about this, but the it, whole rest of it. That Venusaur jumping into the lake. Woo! No. That did it for that me. It was cute. It was cute. Uh, th- no, no, I'm saying there was one thing that I was like, I, I don't care about this. This does not move me. Was but it the online leaderboard like, stuff? No. What didn't sell you? The stickers. I don't need stickers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Edit and share your photos. I'm not gonna put googly eyes on a Dratini. No, that. So is, dude. I'm on. I'm on newpokemonsnap.pokemon.com. Brilliant uh, web address here. You can now. They they showed that you can edit your shots in New Pokemon Snap. Photos taken during your research can also be saved to your personal album, which is separate than your Pokemon photo decks. Uh, when you complete a course and are about to save photos to your album, you can use the resnap function to adjust brightness, blur, zoom, and other aspects of your photo. In resnap, you can increase the, a photo's blur and adjust a photo's point of focus. You can also lighten and darken by adjusting the brightness or draw attention to your favorite part by zooming in. And then there's the photo in photo editing mode. You can add stickers, frames, filters, and photos saved in your album. You can also make photos stand out by adding more personal touches. The Nintendo Switch Online Membership, membership sold separately, can comp- you can compete in global leaderboards with Pokemon photographers around the world in various rankings, and such as Pokemon Photodex score. If you're a Nintendo Online member, you can also share your photos with people around the world. You can post your favorite photos and see what kind of shots people are taking. So that was kind of the new thing they showed. It looks like they have, at least in the screenshot, they have trending photos. They have featured course. And then they have recommended. So who knows if this will be a complete disaster. Well, why would it be a disaster? I don't know. Anytime you can give people a stylus and they can draw on their photos, something can go wrong. Oh, I wait. Who said that you could? You can't draw. You can do stickers. You I can mean, you put can stickers put your stickers in. in a very interesting arrangement. Yeah. but at least it's limited <laughs> in some way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are still worried that this game isn't worth sixty dollars worth of game. Yes, oh, I will say hot take. This is the first pokemon professor to ever th- this is my dude oh really yeah <laughs> I- i'm dating this guy okay i'm making my trip to the lentol <laughs> region <laughs> yeah i still i mean there was nothing more that they showed that made me think okay i'm really on board now like all the things that they showed are things that i expected them to already include you in the can game. throw like, the luminous orb yeah, at the pokemon oh, and it, it changes the color changes the, the color to fire. blue like that's not very exciting i here's the thing i'm not did saying you I'm see not... how cute that vaporeon <laughs> was when you threw it and it ate the apple and then it gets into a little smiley pose for you what what is wrong with you why do you hate goodness i don't I, I here's the thing. My whole probably first interaction with this game will be watching one of you play it because that's really interesting to me. And I don't know that I'm going to get more enjoyment out of me playing the game than, say, watching one of you play the game on a big screen. But you can get a shiny Kelleby, I'm pretty sure. Yes. No. Oh, no, I there don't think the no Celebi was shiny. at the back but... that was shiny. It also says wild Pokemon thrive on the island of Lentil region where environments can greatly differ, making for a variety of habit- habitats where different 
Pokemon expressions and behaviors can be observed. Players will be able to get their attention by playing a melody, which was in the original game. Throwing, yeah, and then the hoot hoot gets all real happy. Throw, Those are throw, real cute. <laughs> throwing fluff root. They will also be able to use Illumina orbs, an invention yeah. of Professor Mir, on Pokemon to witness something out of the ordinary. I'm assuming that's in. I'm assuming that means Pester Ball, but they didn't yeah. want to use Pester Ball because Pester Ball is kind of mean. Yeah, but it lights up the Pokemon. Yeah, I think it's just like. Instead of no pester ball, we're going to use this orb and they're going to do something cute instead of being like frustrated that you threw a smoke ball at their head. <laughs> Those Charmanders got real mad when you threw pester balls they and apples did. at their heads. And Magikarp's confirmed in the game. I saw that. In the they can even use their camera to run scans, which will be helpful to find hidden Pokemon or inspect their surroundings. As a player keeps researching a course, their research level will increase. They may discover Pokemon acting in different ways, which is like the replayability. Trainers mm -hmm. may even encounter legendary or mythical Pokemon. We know in the first Pokemon Snap there was Moltres, Zapdos, Articuno. Um, there and there was Mew. I don't think there was Mewtwo. There was like Mewtwo in the stars, but I don't think Mewtwo just showed. Yeah, there's Mewtwo in the. There was a shadow, or it was in the star. But it was I like the forget. constellation. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess we'll see. I mean, like Pokemon Snap could be an awful game, and they will sell millions of copies because nostalgia. Oh, and plus, like little kids will get a lot out of it. Yeah. Right. Just like the on rails component, which is the detractor for me, is perfectly fine for them. I mean, I'm not saying it's. Where's my Poke Park game. Switch? Come on, man. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I don't think it's a game for me yet. Yeah. I need to see it. I need to see the replayability of it. You know, a lot of things are catching. Uh, I, there's a lot of games. <laughs> like, I still haven't completed a lot of things in Sword and Shield. So, like, Same. we'll see. Um, I you know I I'm very interested in watching it. I'm very interested in seeing how it goes and how people play the game and 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 watching people play and take pictures may encourage me to buy it. I'm like I enjoyed the first game. Um, I'm just not yet sold on this one. Although the closest they've come to selling me on this is in the edit and share on the web page. The mustache on the two cannon <laughs> is very very good. <laughs> It's very good. The next set of news here. Um, oh, I guess we'll talk about some Pokemon Go. Uh, we did the Kanto tour. We didn't talk about that we last did. week because we recorded early. So we went to Mall of America, played the Kanto tour as somebody who went to all four Pokemon Go Fests. I think the Kanto tour was better than all those Go Fest. I think the things that you did and the hour rotation change I thought was engaging and fun. So I have I I what I had wished is that the first it started with everything in the wild and it ended with everything in the wild and the rotation was just in the middle because having played the whole day waiting for the rotation to come back around again was was very was kind of frustrating. I would say it was super frustrating, but it was just like, oh, Steve needs a jinx, and that is not coming up again for another three hours. Yeah. I yeah, sort but of you had... knew we were going to be playing anyways. I know. But from sort of a time thing, I think it would have been more exciting for me to have everything spawning just, there was a ton of stuff in the first couple of hours, then they went to the regimented time, and then they ended with everything in the wild for a couple of hours. That's just me. Like, that's the complaint I sent to them. I'm like, I wish it had been open, segmented open. I did have a good time, but I can't say that I had a better time 
with this one than I did at GoFest. Because, mm. um, well, the GoFest barely... stuff didn't have raids. Yeah, I mean, the raids were fun to a point. You know, when we were chasing the 400th <laughs> well, time yeah, we were doing to Mewtwo. To the point where Greg and Will were, <laughs> were back like, in we're the done. hotel room hanging out See, and you other got, folks you, were out still doing raids. You guys, you guys went, so it was a 12-hour event. It was from 9 to 9, which I think is way too long. It was very long, and I was very oh, wait, tired. Wait, wait, wait. We, we didn't give the most important update on this whole event. Okay. I won. Will Anderson <laughs> won. <laughs> Because I finished everything. You finished everything. Everything. everything and I had no interest in finishing anybody everything. else. Uh, I thought the collection things were cute. I am not mad that things were in raids uh, again because we were in a location yeah. where we could do a lot of raids. I understand why people may have been upset mm-hmm, for people mm-hmm. who didn't go to a location. It was a risky choice in a risky time. So I get that complaint. We made a different choice. Uh, we took a lot of precautions to be able to make that choice, so the raids were never a barrier to us. There were a lot of raids. Uh, halfway through the day, I was really sick of running into the trainers at stops and having to say, no, I do not want to yeah, battle you anymore. which is the complaint for people who played at home. They didn't see those trainers. Right. and the people who didn't see them. I thought that was handled really weird. That was like That's a part that I was like, you need to tweak that a lot more. Uh, um, the, the thing that I saw that I do agree with is, like, put the trainers in a balloon. Have the balloon come down mm. instead of saying Team Rocket, it says Go Fest. Uh, that would help the people at home. That would have... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, a trainer standing on top of a Pokemon is still super frustrating, and that's what happened at the last <sighs> yep. Go Fest, which was, like, over the summer, you could just play anywhere, but there was still Team Rocket people just standing on top of Pokemon that you want to tap on. Look, I don't want to battle you right now, I just want to tap on this cloister right I so you guys gotta play like something. me and use your pokeball plus to oh i do the majority of it i, I wasn't tapping on anything <laughs> i didn't i didn't i didn't want to fill up my uh, fill up my space um i thought the amount of shinies we got were good i felt like maybe i expected the shinies to happen more in the wild than they did like i got more off of my incense than i did in the wild just running into them and that felt a little off that being said, I showed up at nine in the morning and I left at nine at night. So, and I had an amazingly great time. I just can't attribute all of that to the event. Yeah. Like, well, no, some of it was that delicious pizza. Oh, that was so good. Pizza was good. Um, so I think what they what I think overall it was worth the twelve bucks. And we ran we we ran a poll on our Twitter. We had like nine hundred people participate in it obviously those are people who listen to the show or who follow the twitter for news so they're obviously pokemon fans i think it was like 52 percent said it was worth it 48 said it was not i was in the interesting i was in the not and i would also i would probably assume that a lot of people that said it was not were people who played at home i would be very very curious but in a sense where we went to probably what i still think one of the best places in the united states to play Mall mm-hmm. of America. Uh, they had eight gyms, twenty-five Pokestops. I think. Yep. It was w- gyms. Uh, any raid, Tauros, Bellsprout. There was no Bellsprout raids, but if there was, was a Bellsprout, a, far-fetched, filled up instantly. Yeah. Didn't have to talk to anyone. Didn't have to do anything. <laughs> if if Greg got into a twenty raid, Will would get into his own twenty raid. Yeah. I would get in my yep. own twenty raid. It would just instantly I mean, fill up. It, it didn't. It looked. 
when we started, it was not that way early in the morning. <laughs> like, yeah, when you guys, I was a little worried when we first started. Like, ooh. when you guys, because Will and Greg, they kind of tapped out around seven thirty ish, and then me yeah, and Chris continued grinding mutes. Will and I had a wonderful time <laughs> enjoying each other's company, watching a weird chateau thing that was oh left on that HGTV. horrible HGTV <laughs> it was thing. So bad. And neither of us cared enough to change the channel. But after right, after true. like <laughs> after like seven thirty in the Mall of America, it was it was it was still easy to get like seven eight people in your raid, but it was no longer filling up. Like I think I think overall, at least in that area, yeah. people were done after yeah. ten hours. Um, I mean, it was a long day. It was, well, and, and I mean, right for me, I, I don't want our listeners to think that Will Anderson gave up. No, that is one hundred percent incorrect. <laughs> Well, I literally won. had completed not only like the Professor Willow research, but what is the like the today research? Is that just called yeah, special yeah. research special, or whatever? Special today research. Yeah, I, I had completed all of that, which means like I evolved every Pokemon from Kanto that could evolve. I yeah. the only reason for me to be out with my very very tired legs, continuing to walk the Mall of America. <laughs> Would be to try to get a shiny Mewtwo, and guess what? Chris didn't get a shiny Mewtwo. Guess what? Steve didn't get a shiny yeah. Mewtwo. So I, 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 hey, I'll I get my vacation. shiny Mewtwo some other day. <laughs> I've okay? been sitting on 20, 20 premium raid passes for a year and a half. I finally was able to spend them. I mean, when you when you started the Kanto tour, they gave you like what three, four, five incense or something like that. Yeah, uh, that was a lot. They gave you three. Uh, remote raid passes they gave you 10 or maybe 9 daily free raid passes you could do mm -hmm. so if in raid passes alone they gave you more than $12 worth again if you were at home you probably didn't take advantage of those um, so I totally get it but in a situation where um, you were out and about and you were doing raids and you were joining raids um, you got your value there I think there was points they gave star pieces during some of the research as well and they gave you the shiny ditto and they gave you the rare encounters of the the snorlaxes and the lapras and the shiny odds were increased um i think it was like niantic has definitely gotten better at these events over mm -hmm. time every event they have been doing oh, definitely, definitely minus maybe the mr mime event um but these big events that probably take a lot of planning a lot of setup um they have really knocked it out of the park I don't think, though, I, I still think if Niantic had the choice to do an IRL GoFest, they would still do it. And they would oh, do, yeah. they would do oh, this yeah. on the so side. so much more money. Yeah. Um, um, and, oh, yeah, let, let me throw that in as well. Not only did I win by getting all the researches <laughs> complete before everybody else, I completed, like, three other researches that I had not. You, oh, yeah. you did your Victini like, one I, or something I, like that? I, I did the Victini yeah. one. I finished the Mr. Galarian, Mr. Mime, Mr. Rhyme one. Heck, I was busy. Yeah, you got a lot. You had a you got a lot accomplished that day. I completed everything that I wanted to do. I was more than happy at the end of the day to go sit down, having not walked in literally a year. <laughs> 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 walking, walking was uh, interesting. Uh, seeing the Levi stuff in person. Oh yeah, was also a oh, nice yeah. thing. Yeah, we those saw the pants Levi look stuff. a lot better in person than they did. On the website. And the classic I American thing, them. we either have extra small or extra large. Extra large. Well, that wasn't even extra large, because I would have bought an extra, extra large. large. It was extra, extra large is what they had left. Yeah. 
Um, I will say the negative for the day, or at least one of the negatives for the day, was I'm not going to name names, but all you folks with your jank, boy, it's hard to control my language now, your jank remote raids that you persisted in inviting us to (laughs) over and over. I appreciated it. Liar! I think I, I think I did too many raids though. The problem the, the problem when you're in a raid is because the the problem when you're in a raid is you can't catch, you can't spin. I mean, you can Pokeball plus catch, but I spent a lot of time in raids because what would happen is somebody would invite me to a raid and I would be like, uh, like I haven't done a raid with them today. Maybe they need my help. Okay, can we talk about something? Yes. That's mm, all Poke- we do on this show. Pokemon Go players frustrate me so much. How can you go through the entire day, the entire GoFest, and not bring a Mega Pokemon? Just Mega Evolve anything. I, I didn't realize that I could Mega Evolve my like, That's another wh- research I finished that day. Look, I didn't know I'm I could over, Mega I'm Evolve that here. Mega Beedrill. None, have- of us, none of us benefited from your Mega Houndoom once. No. My, ever. Okay. Anytime None we were, of us care. Where's Chris? No, no. We, bene- we benefited by having shorter raids. It's yes. what we benefit. Yeah, because you got here's through the, the rates cost, faster. Here's the cost benefit analysis. The two seconds of time we saved in raid was off put by the five hours of Steve going, bring it to Mega Houndoom! Oh, yeah, you that's so be great. Happy I'm so great. I got Houndoom the Mega Houndoom. Mega Houndoom. Okay, whoever was... For nine hours of him going Malibu on about guy, Mega Houndoom. That Malibu guy had like a gloom and uh, a butterfree and I don't know what else he had, but Mega Houndoom swept that dude so many times. I only battled that dude. I don't know who the dude in the Pikachu outfit was or the girl in the explorer hat or the dude with the 3d glasses give me malibu because mega houndoom sweeping the floor with that guy i swept with all the other trainers with a lot of other things and what did you not hear from me the entire day mega houndoom (laughs) when when my mega houndoom ran out i should have did mega gyarados though oh boy were we sweeping with mega gyarados when i pulled that bad boy out but the point being is all these people at Mall of America doing raid after raid after raid. You know, they're not at home. Easy to invite people. I invited five people every time I joined in a raid, and most of those people never got in because there were just yeah, so many people at Mall of America that were just jumping in. And it was v- like I saw so many people at level 41, 42, 43, 44. These people over level 40, none of them using megas. Now, now there wasn't a mega that was perfect for every single encounter, but in my in my situation, I was like, well... I want Mewtwo. I'll do as many Mewtwo's as possible. I'll pick a dark Mega. And you don't have a lot of options. You got Gyarados. You got Houndoom. But you could have done, like, Mega Ampharos if you wanted to do, like, Zapdos. Or not Zapdos, but Articuno Moltres. Mega Beedrill's not good against You could do Mega Beedrill against Mewtwo. Yeah, Bug against Mewtwo. But in the very few situations where I was Mega and there was, like, maybe two or other three people Mega, there was a significant difference of, like, clearing up 30 seconds faster or 20 seconds faster. And that was just more time getting mad at the trainer standing on top of Pokemon that you could <laughs> like, like because we did so many raids back to back that time to me eventually added up. And also like, I don't know how you're level 44 and not think like just pop on a mega. You're going to get mega candy in return. You're going to help out the other people. It's going to be slightly easier. Like what, what, what possible other reason would you be not meg like, 
this is the time to mega. If any other time existed, playing for 12 hours is the best time to mega because of the gameplay we're doing. Like, I understand not megaing today if you're only maybe going to do one or two raids, but in a like, I don't know. It just kind of felt weird to me that no one really megaed anything. Like, I would look through the roster and it's like, oh, no one has Having mega. met this one person who is way too into megas, I will never mega because we, I don't every, want to be that every person. Every day on my Twitch stream, people coming in, oh, I wish they would bring megas to Sword and Shield. Y'all ain't even using them in Pokemon Go. <laughs> bring the megas. I want to see them. Come on. You could see anything. Jeez. I know. I never even pay attention to the other things that are out on the field. I'm just like tap, 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 tap. looking at the screen. I'm just tapping on the dot. I'm like tap, tap, tap. I wish I could get some boba tea, man. The line at the boba tea place so long. Tap, 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 tap. Houndoom finally got his servants due this weekend. For years in X and Y and Omega Ruby, no one thought Mega Houndoom. I put him to work. Yeah. You told us about it. Nonstop. I'm all about the mega. Okay. There is a the the season is changing in Pokemon Go. They introduced seasons 3 months ago. It was like the season of celebration. Um this is the Pokemon rotation like some Pokemon will never spawn when a season existed. Um they're going to be rotating it come March 1st, probably today listening to the podcast. So the first season, season 1 of Pokemon Go was called Season of Celebration. This is technically the second season. It's called Season of Legends. Landorus, Thunderous, Tornadus coming back. Their Therian forms are coming. Um, new Mega Pokemon will be coming. Different Pokemon will be in the wild for the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere. Um, different Pokemon will be in eggs. Uh, there will be Sue's season exclusive research. And there will be other bonuses going forward. We're not going to go through the whole thing. This podcast is already way too long. Um, but we can talk more in depth. We'll probably actually have more information about the season after March 1st. That we can talk about. I think that's it. Leon, Marnie, some those came to Masters. I think Cafe Mix had um, a couple like Celebi return and stuff like that. There was supposed to be Pokemon 25 merch. It went up on the store last Monday. There was no pictures. Then it got pulled from the store. It's still not up. They put a $400 train on the store. They put a Master Ball on the store. The Master Ball sold out. I think the Master Ball was $120. It was limited to 5,000 people. That's gone. Train is still up there if you want a $400 Pokemon train. But the actual 25 anniversary merch never went up, although I would expect it probably goes up later this week. I am confident throughout this two-and-a-half-hour-long podcast we have missed something. But the nice thing about this podcast is it comes out Every single week, so. True. We will get to whatever we miss next week. We get more information about Diamond and Pearl or Legends. We can talk about that. If you have your own opinions of that stuff, you can let us know on Twitter, Discord, uh, YouTube comments, podcast comments. Those don't exist. I lied. But <laughs> Will, give us our Pokemon of the week. Last week's Pokemon of the Week, uh, uh, it's uh, Mythical from Alola. It's not Zeraora. It was in a movie. Takes no damage from normal or fighting-type moves. And I used to be scared of the creature it was based on when I was camping as a cub scout. It's... Chatot. Never Chatot. Why would Chat... The Mythical Pokemon Chatot. Chatot takes damage from normal and fighting-type moves. It's 
Marshadow. It is Marshmallow, yes. <laughs> I just typed Marshmallow into Google, Marshadow. <laughs> what do you got? Anything good? No, probably uh, not. That's not a lot. Uh, no, the Pokemon has the same type combination Ooh. as Marshadow. Yeah. Marshadow is the only Pokemon whose stab combination is unresisted by any existing Pokemon. The only type combination to resist both ghost and fighting is currently unused normal ghost. Oh, there's not a normal ghost Pokemon? Crazy. Well, because they, yeah, it's like you can't be normal and a ghost. Yeah. Not with that buddy. attitude. Marshadow is the last Pokemon in Alola and the Pokemon Sun and Moon Pokedex. That's really bad trivia. Come on. <laughs> Marshadow's effort value yields two attack and one speed, which is unique. Yeah, because you're knocking out multiple Marshadows over and over. I know. Just like, why would you? The shuffle icon is very good. Shuffle icon is good. Shiny. Shiny is bad. Uh, because is it looks it shiny ex- locked. No, it's it it it. The shiny has never been released, but the shiny is bad because it looks identical until it does that thing where its cape comes out. Oh. And then the cape is different. It's like instead of green, it's like purple. Oh, so you can't tell it's shiny it until it had a cape. You know when it goes into like when it uses its signature move. Have I ever used Marshadow well, in anything? I have. Yeah, in the Mewtwo no. raids and Sword and Shield, Marshadow is super, super yeah, good. I got it. I brought my Mega Houndoom in Sword and Shield. What a mistake! <laughs> Mega Houndoom. Yeah, uh, Marshadow's all right. What, what about next? Okay. Week? I love Marshadow. Right. I think Marshadow's my favorite mythical. Wow. Wow, bold Deep cuts. It's so cute. All right. This Pokemon, I've probably done this one before, but it's been a tough week. (laughs) Another all but forgotten Pokemon, an Alolan Pokemon that has only ever appeared in Alola. It chills the warm waters of the sunny islands, but it is not a water type. The Pokemon it evolves from is also not water type. One of its types is weak to the other, so that it only resists bug, ice, and its dark types. A uh, dark type attacks. I'm sorry, we've got to read this more clearly. This Pokemon is never found in the wild. You can only obtain this Pokemon if you evolve another Pokemon at Mount Lanakila, which is pretty far. From the water. Who was the first person to ever obtain this Pokemon? There you go. That should be enough. Okay. All right. You're never going to get it because it's like the most forgotten Pokemon I've ever heard. I'm sure, I'm sure. We got smart listeners. They'll figure it out. I think I know what it's We will be back next week. Uh, everyone really wanted more than a two-hour show. So, um, boy, I think we delivered. I expect everyone to listen <laughs> to every single minute of this. Uh, remember, time and a half for overtime. Thanks. If you if you listen to this and you made it to the end and you come into my Twitch stream, uh, the 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 key word will be, um, sniffle grips. Yes, sniffle grips. Sniffle grips. So if you say sniffle grips in the Twitch chat, grips. It's with a P at the grips. end. S N I F F L E G R I P S. If you say that in the Twitch chat, I will know you've made it to the end of this episode. It's going to be two people. <laughs> uh, hopefully you enjoyed. Happy Pokemon Day. Happy Pokemon anniversary. Uh, if you want to follow Will on Twitter, it's at Wash in the Sink. Greg on Twitter, at White Wing. I'm on Twitter, at Dragging a Lake. 
Uh, we are doing a giveaway right now for a Nintendo Switch Lite and a copy of Pokemon Sword or Shield and um, and a bunch of G Fuel because I'm partnered with G Fuel. So if you would G like, Fuel. if you would like to enter, that will be in the show notes, uh, completely free. You really just have to follow the account on Twitch, and then if you follow on Twitter and other stuff, you get more entries, but totally free. Um, that giveaway will be going till mid March, so you have plenty of time. But it's open to worldwide. Um, and open to all our listeners. So that is going on. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast, we're on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all at PKMNCast. We just hit 10,000 YouTube subscribers. So thank you, everyone, who's followed the YouTube. Uh, we are putting unique content up on Mondays and Fridays, and the podcast goes up on YouTube on Mondays. Although, I don't know, maybe we'll put the podcast on its own feed. I don't know how the YouTube algorithm works. I don't know if the podcast is hurting or helping or any uh, baby steps. And then if you want to join the subreddit, r slash super effective. So that's all the socials. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are super effective. Super Unova remakes confirmed soon. Yes. Start the chant. Start it. Start it. Start black demanding those you know of remakes. Always black, black and white. But your heart always knows what's right. A huge thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. If you would like to support us, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T or uh, if you can't remember that, isc.cash. And you can support the podcast and what we do and join our Slack community for as little as $2 a month. And it supports the show because we don't make any other money besides the Patreon. But a huge shout out to the producers of our Patreon, starting with Kevin, Steven, Brian, Steph, Potato, Brady, Casey, Sean, Bovine, Patrick, Jetsy, Matthew, Kay, Courtney, and Catherine. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Spencer and Anthony. Thank you all so much for the support. Thank you for listening. And if you would like to also support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash PKMNCAST.